All right. Welcome to game two of the ongoing adventure of Alibris Archimedes in the world of Ick. That is not not the name of this world. I'd like to have that on the record. This world is not called Ick. Would you like to remind everyone what the actual name of the world is? Well, I mean, the world... uh, I don't think I revealed the name of the world, but the city that you're in right now, Mm -hmm. the, I guess we could call it a kingdom, uh, is Thalassa. Mm-hmm. Thalassa. Named after the goddess of the same name. Yes, the name of the goddess and the name of the city are the same. Thalassa. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody just calls her the goddess and calls the city Thalassa. Right. So um, last time you guys were I was with the prince. the ship, I believe, was the last thing we did. The prince's name was? Moors. That's right. It was. And his father is... Magnus? That's correct. Va, vo, Volturnus. 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 Exarchamon is a buddy, as well as the cleric. <laughs> what does that say? Boruto? <laughs> Magnar? I don't think. I don't think she was Boruto. to read my notes. Uh, okay. Let me give you some Morthus? Um No. No. Okay. We got Maynar, who is the priest. Maynar. Maynar was one of the. Um, Kind of the, the counselors to the prince that you met. The other one, I believe, was Lewis. Right. Lewis and Maynard. That's what it is. Right. What does it say before Maynard? Did he have a first name? Brother? Again, brother Maynard. Brother Maynard. Right. Brother Maynard. That was the word that a, I didn't know. He's a priest. Brother. That was the Boruto on my sheet. Brother <laughs> Maynard and Lewis the mage. And there's Exarch. Lewis is not a mage. <laughs> you thought he was a mage. I put him down as mage. Because he has, he has many mage-like, mage-like qualities. Life. Right. He's smart. And then there's the, the cursed... And they are cursed by the evil god Phobitor. 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 You write that neater. Phobitor. It's always fun deciphering my notes from the last game when I'm writing them really fast. Like this one, I had to spend a few minutes deciphering my own notes. It's, all these it's my notes from last time. Um, as a recap for all of you that may or may not have listened last to part time. one. Last time on Planet of the Ick, which was the first part. This part was... Is TBD in terms of I titled naming. this adventure In Thalassa, but in you, Thalassa. Call it, you call it whatever you want. I don't know. It's not punny enough. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, from we'll the last... More is the better. <laughs> I actually kind of like that. I'm going to put that down just in case. No. More is the better. <laughs> um, so we have Tutelage of Wizard, Far Away Mishap, Tore My Owl, Found in Old Town. <laughs> this is pretty straight from consciousness, isn't it? Yep. Uh, purple Eye Growth People, then the Merkwood. <laughs> That's what they're really called. That's their actual name for themselves. We're the Purple Eye Growth People. That's it. Um, who are, I now know the Cursed. Um, <laughs> yes, they are the Cursed. Then I went to the Merkwood, burn it down. Veiny Purple Giant, I wrote. Prin- <laughs> <laughs> Prince Moors uh, and King Maynar. Veiny Purple Giant. Uh, or no, no, King Magnus. King Brother Maynar. Thalassia. Uh, Thalass. Thalassa. Uh, Thalassa. Why is there an I in the first place? Well, you know, when, my, when I originally named the goddess, it was Thalassia. I never said that to you, but it's, it does roll off the tongue a little bit better, doesn't That's it? That's interesting that it came out that way on my sheet. Um, and then I found out about the curse. Yeah. So when last we left off, I was rescued, luckily. However, we lost one of two people. Either Edric I, or Matthew. That's the, I don't remember. One of them was a red shirt, and the red shirt's gone. <laughs> I, I think... It was Matthew. Matthew. I'm also thinking it was Matthew. Because I just remember yelling, Matthew! Matthew! For somebody, because they were all upset. Yeah, it was probably Edric. He seemed pretty beat up about it. Yeah, man, they were um, buddies. Yeah, and we, we got back, and there was a reception for the prince, and he introduced me, 
And I had, I remember the last thought I had was the sudden urge to, be, to speak in tongues and start going, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I repressed that urge. Wow, what a gentleman. And I am now in Thalassa, and that is where I guess we are beginning. Unless there's a, a, a skip of time between there that you wanted. Um, is that uh, we no, were? actually, we're going to pick off, uh, pick up shortly after we left off. Um, so you, I, I just want to, I don't know if I really described where you were. I think I gave you a few details about what Thalassa itself looked like, but I want to give you an idea of the character of the city um, as you enter it. So uh, as you were sailing in the ship toward Thalassa and it was, it was in your view, um, I remember telling you that you saw a lot of stone structures, if you recall. Yes. That, uh, that Thalassa is a city of stone. And um, as you disembark, and if you remember, I think Moors was joking that you were like a prince, that he found a, a prince from another yeah. world, and everyone was like, oh my god. Oh my word. Oh my god, a, a, an alien prince. An alien. <laughs> um, you, as you're getting a look, and he's taking you through the streets of Thalassa with you, the retinue of guards that are accompanying him from the ship, along with the uh, the two gentlemen, Brother Maynard and, and Lewis. You notice that there isn't a lot of uh, variation in the, the structures all around you. And I don't mean like they're all the same height or shape, more that they all seem to be made out of the exact same material. And they don't look like they were so much constructed as they may have been raised. I'm gonna let you make a Arcana check. Arcana check of... 22. Yeah. Uh, you get a really strong impression that this place was itself perhaps raised, built by magic. That that these stone structures were not built by a hand, but by a spell. Um, earth that has been shaped by magic. Hmm. Uh, most of the buildings are a a kind of a reddish brown clay look looking sure um, with the exception of one building that you can see even though it's not very close which is a massive gray stone tower uh, there is also in the distance a a beautifully sculpted castle uh, where you assume that that the prince and his father may reside and other nobles and nobility uh, what you need Mouse. Just so if I need to mm-hmm. do that, I can. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the structure of the city. Now, the people of the city, uh, they seem to be like all goodly people that you met in Faroon. Um, there's no, you know, strangeness to the people. Just like the people that you met on the ship, they seem to be humans just like you. Sure. Um... One of the things that you notice is that the city seems to be uh, have a, a small infestation of cats. There are cats where you would expect, like you know, in in the medieval or an old world uh, city, there would be cats and dogs and you know animals that kind of just go in and out of it. You don't see anything but cats, and they're beautiful, interesting um, cats, blue cats or cats with very long. Point of it is, is that they have cats. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, this is another just oddity uh, that you notice as you're walking along. But you find that you are going uh, not to towards any of the cats or the tower or the palace. 
uh, but you are going instead towards what is clearly a church. Uh, and you arrive there uh, quite shortly, probably about a 15 minute walk off from the docks. And as you do so, and you enter, you see, um, and by the way, um, like I said, Moores is escorting you to the docks, and it's, it's, or not to the docks, from the docks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems that he is, is beelining right from here. And so too are all of the fighting men that were on the ship, the sailors, the crew, everybody seems to be just trucking along in a procession towards this church. The church is only sli- it's comparable, of comparable size um, to to the king's palace or his castle. Um, outside of it, you see the symbol that you had seen before on, on all of the um, the protective uh, uh, pa- uh, pendants that you wore. Sure. Uh, Thalassa symbol. Thalassa symbol, that's right. Um, and as you go inside, you see, I, I don't know that you would have expected to see what you see because the inside is a bathhouse. It is a massive, beautiful bathhouse filled mm-hmm. with co- colored water swirling in, in pouring from fountains and down artificial waterfalls everywhere in pools and you see that rather than pews where one might worship as though a traditional church this church seems to be a place of both worship and recreation mm-hmm. you see people some of them are are working out many people are walking around uh, half naked I mean, they're they're modest, but not so modest as to not, you know, they're wearing what it would be the equivalent of like bathing suits or swimwear. Right. Um, and and there seems to be conversation. People are as you pass uh, a certain people, they seem to be discussing business. People are, are talking about their families. It seems to be a very social environment. Okay. Unlike some churches where they're a little bit more rigid. strict. Yeah, yeah. Just so. Um. As another precaution against disease, my good prince, because we are very clean people. Uh, <laughs> but more than that, this is a place for people to come together, mm. and warm water has always had a way of bringing people together. I've found interesting. Thalassa, the city, and Thalassa, the goddess, are both. <laughs> are both warm water. Are both just warm water. This entire city, no stone. It's just, um, no, uh, uh, the goddess is a goddess of, of the seas and the oceans. Sure. Uh, we do worship to her by, by decorating the water inside of this place. But specifically, we have to go over there. And he points to uh, a pool where there do not seem to be any people in. Mm-hmm. Unlike many of the others, which seem to be um, for, once again, social purposes or even worship purposes. This one is empty. And uh, he brings his procession mm-hmm. to it. And he says, uh, you will join me. We should go first. Uh, it, perhaps you want to disrobe Sure. Um, he snaps his fingers, and a perhaps an acolyte, a young man, mm-hmm. uh, runs up and hands you what look like swimming trunks, undergarments. Yeah. Um, and nobody seems to point you in a direction to where you're supposed to change. And you, in fact, you see him stripping off his armor. And I he, do the same. I just uh, strip down. Yeah. And and uh, he takes off the pendant at the end, and he <laughs> takes off your pendant. Um, and he says, we submerge in this particular pool, he says, uh, to, to cleanse ourselves of the curse. 
in any way that it may have touched us out there. I yell out to Tor, Tor. The Tor is with you. I, I, I say, I think it's time for a bird bath as well. Tor seems to be delighted by this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> though he was receiving some protection from your protection, right. uh, he's nonetheless sick of the ick. Yeah. Uh, so the three of you uh, submerge yourselves in the pool, and he kind of moors, takes you by the back of the head, and dunks you uh, bodily into the pool uh, as he also goes underneath. And he yeah. just kind of treads water underneath and kind of goes like, good job. Yeah, sure, I'll go for a nice little, uh, <laughs> let's see how well I swim, shall we? Mm-hmm. Nice acrobatics check of 18. I start doing backflips. Wow. <laughs> uh, he, he joins you, and the two of you silently swim for a little while. Um, and I, I expect that you take your cue from him when to stay and when to leave. Yes. And Tor jumps in, kind of dives, and then resurfaces and flies up a little bit, and then dives in and resurfaces. Um, and it looks like everybody's enjoying themselves. Uh, after you guys kind of cross the pool, you see that he the pool is, is large mm-hmm. um, and and ovular and he goes with you through the pool almost like you have to walk through the pool or you have to get through the pool to the other side to be cleansed as though that might be part of the ritual Mm -hmm. you don't know Uh, however as you guys get to the midway point others start to come in after you at a respectful distance from the prince and shortly after you are all out on the other side drying yourselves with cloth Um, and you feel better Uh, you feel a lot better Mm. Not not that you had felt terrible because you had the protection on, but even still, you realize now that you hadn't been wholly better by the pendant. Which is to say that perhaps the pendant doesn't quite stop it so much as it just extremely retards its spread right. through you. Um, but now you feel great. The- and the... The prince... One of the... the Clarks approaches and bows deeply. He says, uh, Prince Sir Knight. Alright. Uh, and respectfully says, bow again. He says, Who have you brought to this holy place? He introduces you and says, This man is Alibris. He is a dignitary from another realm. He is to be treated with all due respect and given a place to stay in the church. You are very, very kind, my prince. He goes, you have no home here. We need to give you one. It is true. It is better than sleeping on the street. I agree. <laughs> I don't and think I have a feeling any money I have to me probably wouldn't work that well here. It could be melted down, perhaps, but... I think people would be interested in taking your money. If not for the novelty, then because it's still gold. I mean, it is true. Uh, but we will have to measure your money before we let you start spending it to make sure that it is equal to our money. <laughs> well, it seems that all of your gold amounts to one copper. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you pull out a copper piece and like, oh my god, you carry that kind of money with you? <laughs> my god, he has a copper. He has a copper. Good god. Yeah, the standard is reversed. All yeah. my gold is worthless. <laughs> your gold is worthless. How much gold do you have? That's a great question. Let's find out. if you don't out. know, let me give you certain <laughs> according to my character sheet in in a with an exclamation point it says you have no money <laughs> <laughs> it really wants to drive the point home alright was, it was because I when I made the character through the program um, starting at level 3 I just took starting gear gotcha um, so I don't have any wealth that would have occurred let's say that you just have an even 50 okay um you were carrying perhaps your full wealth because you didn't expect to, you know, be swept away to another dimension. Yeah. Uh, Considering I was at home at the time, I'm surprised yeah. I had my pants on. 
<laughs> I should have asked. Um, so, the the priest further calls to uh, another younger man, and you can tell that the, the priests are, are brightly colored. They wear brightly colored robes that match the colored waters that are all throughout the church. But this young man mm. has a very uh, a bleached white uh, mm. cloak, uh, a robe. So, you are introduced to him. Um, the priest says, uh, Alibris, uh, I don't know what title you are called by. Alibris is fine. Uh, he kind of looks at the prince like, okay. Uh, and, and says, well then, Al, if you want to be formal. Or less formal, I should say. Uh, Alibris. <laughs> <laughs> this young man is Ralston. Uh, he will be your aide while you stay with us. If you have any need, Ralston will take care of you. Um, I put out my hand. Well met, Ralston. Ralston's... He kind of hesitates. I grab his hand, oh. give him a little hug. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Mr. Alibris. Uh, he seems... Al's fine, young one. Uh, I don't know if that's... I don't think I can. That would be... Al. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, may I show you to your quarters? How young are we talking? I realize I called him young one, but I'm like, I'm 30. You're 30, yeah. I no, am, he's like, he's got to be like 14, 15 oh, okay, years great. old. Okay. So he is a young He's one. a teenager, yeah. Okay. Um, it's, uh, um, Al, if I could show you to your quarters. Oh, yes, that would be lovely. Um, I say, uh, says, Prince Morris? I'll find you later. I, say, I, I bow and I offer my hand. I say, thank you so much for everything you've done. Because I have you to thank. I, I say I look forward to meeting with you again and discovering more about your planet. <laughs> we have many conversations yet to be had. I also, um, as I said on the ship, anything I can do to repay the debt. In fact, I won't even call it a debt. Anything I can do to repay a friend. That's if, the way. I, I say if there's, you know, if there's another mission that involves us leaving again outside of the protective... Um, bubble, as it were, of your city. Something um, like that. Sign me up for the first boat out. I'm always willing to do my part to earn my keep. Next time I go, you'll be with me. I have to go back home. I figured. I can't keep a prince all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm less busy than you might think, but I do have to make a report. Be well. If you need anything, they know where to find me. You too. Be well. Words of parts, and as does most of his procession. Rawson leads you uh, to a higher level of the of the building, <laughs> probably on a second or third floor, and brings you to a really nice suite. Uh, clearly, they took him to heart when he said that you were a foreign dignitary in due respect, because you find that the first room is an office. <laughs> At the back of that office <laughs> is a living room. Oh. From which there's a room for a bathroom, there is a, a li small library, and then a bedroom. Oh, library. Yes. Yes. Um, Rustin takes you through um, and and shows you around and where the sheets are, where this and that is, and all the amenities that you might need. Um, <laughs> and it actually, there is a, a, a side room for Rustin. Oh. Um, a... a like a, like a closet. <laughs> so I say, Ralston, you can you don't have to stay in that small room if you wish to move out into the living room. There's more than enough room in here. Well, that's very generous, 
Al. Uh, but uh, I am supposed to wait on dignitaries. I am not allowed to be too far away from you in case you have a need. Uh, my need is for you to not be cooped up in a closet. Well, I, I don't spend... I only sleep. <laughs> I don't usually spend much time... I like to sit in the office, in the front, and take visitors if you don't mind. Oh, that's fine. Great. Hey, we rhyme. Ral and Al. We're going to make a great team. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he seems unprepared for this duty. Um, and he goes out and sits right down at the the desk. Um, there's a little side seat where he might sit, um, where you think somebody might be able to like take minutes from meetings or something like that. Sure. And, uh, and he sits there and just kind of puts his hands in his lap and doesn't really do anything. <laughs> I say, Ral, do you have a profession outside of, you know, servitude? Uh, I, I am training to be a, a priest, perhaps one day if I am very lucky and very studious, a, a cleric of the church. Well, if you need help with that, I may be just the person to help train you. You're, um, what? Yes. What do you mean by that? Well, see, I am a priest of sorts. You're, you serve the goddess? I serve a goddess, possibly the same one. It's yet to be determined. Really? Yes, but in a different way. See, where I come from, we know I, the goddess that I serve, her name is Mistra, and it seems that, despite the difference in name, there are similarities, some differences. The affinity for water is definitely an unusual twist, but also you only have one god, where when I come from, we are a polytheistic um, realm. Proven because there are, in fact, several gods. Um, however, that's neither here nor there. You don't you don't need to concern yourself with that, Ralston. All you need to concern yourself with is is that I am, first and foremost, a wizard. Do you know of wizards here? Sure, of course we have wizards here. Well, I am a very special kind of wizard because I am doing something um, research that is very, very rare, at least where I come from. I have determined it is my life's work to unravel the mysteries of the weave so much so and I that I've I have figured out a way to tap into the divinity of magic itself not through the blessing of the goddess and well in some ways I guess it would be her blessing because she wouldn't allow me to do such a thing if it it's All complicated magic must at it some comes point come from the goddess. It does, but I best the best way I can describe it. I'm not sure how much you've studied yet in your time as a uh, priest. Magic is one of my favorite parts of my studies. So then you know that there are are generally, with some exceptions, two categories of magic. Yes, there's the arcane and then there's the divine. Correct. I have figured out a way to access the divine through the arcane. My magic is still arcane, but I can cast spells of the divine through it. That's so strange. Isn't it, though? I always thought it would be the other way around. I, there, you know, funny you should say that. I have a, a brother who does that does that exact thing. My brother is a priest who, in fact, studies divine magic and to try and outdo me by accessing <laughs> the arcane. Really? It's a race against time. One of us is going to get there further than the other one if I ever see him again. Oh. Oh, that's so sad. I'm not sad. This is... He would be just as thrilled as I am to be here. If he were in my place, I know he will live whatever life he does, and we will meet again someday, whether in this life or the next. But the fact of the matter is, there's one thing we both agree on. Despite our separate views of how to approach magic, we agree that knowledge is something that is um, invaluable. And the fact that I have this once in uh, several lifetime experience to explore a planet that is completely different from my own, I'm sure it is. If he knew, 
he would be well proud. Though he probably thinks I was killed by a dragon by now. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. If you investigated my lab, maybe you can find me someday. That's probably... I should have probably left a message for him. And Oh, well. Well, doesn't matter. Did you know that you were going to be coming to this place? Nope. I was trying to do my experiments. I was experimenting with the arcane and the divine, and you I... You were here unintentionally? Yes, it was... And you just... The trait of a wizard. Things happen. Magic is both law and chaos, both good and evil. There is no rhyme or reason to it, and yet there's a finite logic to it at the same time. It is the beauty of magic. So when the unexpected happens, if you really serve magic, you don't fret and you don't um, oppose it. You give in. You let it take control. You let it do what it does. If you were to fall in a quicksand, you wouldn't fight the quicksand. You'd only sink faster. Instead, you just float. So, I never thought of it like that. I might be a good teacher for you. I might, I'm just saying, if you ever feel like having a chit-chat when I'm not busy, it might be worth your while. Do you have more magic because you have more gods? We have the same magic, I would assume. I t- it's hard for me to answer these questions, Ralston, because I know so little yet of your realm and your planet. So far, it seems like our spells seem to be the same. And if that's the case... The, the addition of gods doesn't add more spells. It just changes the way that some access them. It's interesting. If we have one god, and you have many gods, but our magic is equally potent, what does that say? I don't think it really says much. Huh. I think, like I said, there's some mysteries you need to solve, others you just let be. I find when pondering the gods themselves, it hurts too much to even think. But I've dedicated my life to doing it. <laughs> you and my brother would get along well. I guess I'm in for a life of pain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ilmater would have something to say about that. Ah, uh, another god. It doesn't matter. He, oh. he... It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, well, it, I don't want to impose on you, and I'm sure that you probably want to rest, and you probably have a million things that you want to do and, and learn, but if you have any time... I accept your offer. That is fantastic. Um, what time is it right now? Uh, let's say that it's probably close to sunset. Um, I'm gonna. If you don't wouldn't mind, I, I'm, I'd like to go out and explore a little bit, and uh, maybe when we come back tonight, before we settle down for our rest, I'll I'll go over a few cantrips with you and talk a little bit about what I've learned in in my time. I would like that. Um, where would you like to go? Do you need help? With, I mean, if you'd like to come guide me, you're more than welcome, but I was just going to kind of wander. Um, but if it would be unbecoming of me to wander alone, I would be obviously more than happy to have you along, Ralston. Um, uh, huh. Yeah, I probably should go with you. I, I wouldn't want you to get lost. The city can be quite large, and I think I should go with you. That would be great. I actually, if you know, do you have a mages guild or a place where mages congregate here? We do. Uh... Uh, not a guild. Uh, it, it's the Stone Tower. The gray one? Uh-huh. Ooh, I had a feeling. Um, That's Terra's Tower. Terra's Tower. How lovely. Well, I mean, it's called the Stone Tower. Everybody calls it the Stone Tower, but Terra, I mean... I've heard this name before, Terra. She's the Archmage, am I wrong? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, no. <laughs> uh, she is the Archmage, and you're not wrong. And I, I, I would very much like to meet with her. I was talking to Brother Maynar on the uh, 
the ship as well as a, oh he's a he's a highly placed cleric I was talking to him as well as a man by the name of Lewis who was not a mage but seemed knowledgeable in and of his own right yeah, and he, he's a very accomplished academic as I t- talked to them about my predicament um, they said it would be very interesting for me to meet this Terra so if possible I would love to go there now and perhaps either schedule an audience or maybe even have one you probably have to schedule Terra's very hard to make a meeting with sometimes even the king and the exarch have trouble getting a hold on her. Oh, I have a feeling I can figure out a way. I bet. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you've come this far. Yeah. Um, well, lead, lead the way, Ralston. I will then. Also, uh, what is Ralston wearing? Well, he's wearing a, a white. Uh, he looks like, like he's not he like, looks like squalor and. No, 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 no. He okay. is. Everybody, everybody in this building is dressed in clean. Very handsome clothing. Great. Even his. I just want to make sure he's well taken. But he of. he's got the bleached white robe of a learner, of an acolyte. Right. right? A white Obviously, belt. what's that? A white belt. Yeah, and just like that. <laughs> you can assume that the more color someone has to their uh, raiment, the more accomplished they are in the church. I understand martial arts. Yes. <laughs> also, he knows kung fu. Um, um, I let Ralston lead, and okay. I, I follow. I tell I tell Tor to, uh, as we go outside mm-hmm. to take off and just kind of get a lay of the city. Okay. Um, if you w- want to ask him any specific questions, otherwise he just has an understanding of where... Right. Like, I just kind of let things. him get familiar with it. So okay. if I ever get separated from Ralston for any reason, right. I can at least rely on Tor's knowledge to kind of yeah, guide my way. where, to like, like, visual landmarks might be. Okay, just yeah. so. Um, right, you don't really need Ralston to lead you there, but he does obviously lead you probably to the safest and or quickest and or best way to get there. You can see the tower from almost anywhere where you are. It looms... Um, for, as one of the tallest buildings. What do I see as I as I walk the streets? How do the people look? If there are people still there out are, this time. Yeah, there are people. Uh, it, it's just a little bit before sunset. And so you see people kind of winding down their days. Um, this city, it honestly, is it's such a different kind of atmosphere than the one where you were when you were outside of the protection, mm-hmm. uh, the Thalassa's protection. It is happy. It's a happy place. The people have, as you walk by them, they're talking with animatedly and, and their smiles and laughter and you get a sense that the people around you are hopeful and positive. Mm. It's, it's a really nice kind of place and almost like a, almost like a paradise. In almost too nice. <laughs> <laughs> I really wouldn't even say that because, you know, spoiler. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, really, the people seem to be um, you know, there, there asked- don't seem to be quite as many um, uh, people in need as you see in places like Baldur's Gate uh, on like the Sword Coast. Every, you walk through those places and you see uh, such a difference between people who have and people who do not. And here it seems like even the lowest people, peasants, which you can see that are definitely peasants, yeah. um, even they, their clothes are a little bit cleaner and a little bit nicer and they seem to be a little bit more pleasant. Ask Ralston, I say, do you have a high crime rate in this city? Oh no, he says. Crime? Against ourselves? Yeah, uh, yes. Oh no. We're all we've got. Interesting. Hmm. People here are, are are godly people. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, it is. This is a great place. It does seem that way. He says, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Um, he brings you to the stone tower. Hmm. Um, and uh, he, he says, if you don't mind... I've never announced somebody before. Do you mind? Oh, by all means. I've never been announced. 
<laughs> kind of looks at you like, what kind of dignitary thing else before? <laughs> but he doesn't care. He seems to be more interested in what he gets to do now. Then um, he opens the front door and he goes, Hear me! I present to you Lord Alvarez of a foreign land! I, I smiled at myself and I'm like, hmm. Everybody inside kind of turns around and looks at you, and you see, uh, past the open door, is what looks like a, a common entrance hall to perhaps like a mansion or something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, once again, all out of the completely smooth, perhaps magically shaped stone, but of course this stone is gray uh, as compared to the, the rest of the city, which is brownish red. Uh, inside are... More robed people. You, you like to. I think I'm in here. In robes. <laughs> yeah, these are clearly wizards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, there's spell books um, and so on and so forth. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> Casting their magics and twiddling their fingers. I, I become one of those creatures. <laughs> <laughs> Start pawing the ground. <laughs> Give me magic. I want magic. Give me more magic. Uh, <laughs> um. Very shortly after you enter, nobody seems to kind of come up to you and, and greet you until right. you see from a staircase that seems to wrap around the outside and go upwards through the tower. Um, a, a portly but immaculately dressed wizard bounds down the stairs. And he sees... As he's bounding down the stairs, I say to Ross and I say, two questions. One, Tara's a woman? Yes, yeah. Okay, good. Two, please, if she is here, make sure I know that it's her. Oh, I'll point her out, but she's not. Great, thank you. Um, the man bounces down the stairs and comes up to you and he, when he sees you he gives you the most like sweeping bow to the point where his like belly almost like touches his knees um, I'm impressed <laughs> he goes Alaris Alaris I, I have a bad bow I guess I'm like yes he goes oh the tragic story the pain leaving your home and your kin and your family and everyone you know and being spat under this cursed land. I, I grieve with you, Albert. I, I, sir, I do not grieve. He goes, and I shall grieve for both of us. <laughs> he goes, I am Oban, Castellan of the Stone Tower. Oban, Castellan of Terra's Tower. He goes, you shame me with the expediency of your visit. I have not yet prepared the gifts that I meant to send to you. Oh, you are far too kind, Oban. I, I've, I've, this is the first place I wanted to come. I'm a wizard, after all. I am honored. He says, but wait, I must not tarry. Get his gifts! <laughs> and uh, like the nearest mate just kind of jumps and runs up the stairs and comes back down uh, with a with a, what looks like a, a scroll satchel. Oh. And he, he hands to you. He goes, Please accept this gift. I say I can't accept a, such a fine thing. Are you sure? Oh. The satchel is not the gift. Oh. I open the satchel. You see that there are two scrolls inside. Oh, I say thank you, my good sir. Thank you so much. Inside you shall find two scrolls that perhaps will show you the character of our brand of magic here. So many questions. <laughs> I also have so many questions. In fact, I was hoping, um, and I know this may be uh, a bit brash for me to ask so soon. No question is brash for a wizard. I would love to meet with Archmage Terra. Uh, 
sadly, at the moment, that may be simply she is unavailable. I will certainly pass on your request. In the meantime, I hope you will deign to treat with me. If you have any requests, we are here for you. I would like to learn whatever I can as a wizard, and I'm sure you are also of eager mind to learn what I know, perhaps, but I am... Just so. Uh, I think I speak for all of us here to say we are very interested in your magic. Likewise. (laughs) I... I must ask. Through what spell did you travel to our land? Um, We are eager to know. While I talk with this dude, Mm -hmm. just gonna take a small insight check. You can tell me what you rolled. Maybe. That's a botch. Oh. It's a straight botch. So three. <laughs> okay. Well, what were you going to try and figure out? It was just more of just, I wanted to feel out his intention, if it was pure or otherwise. Not that I think that it wouldn't be pure in this place, but, you know, something I, I held my tongue from saying this out loud to Ralston, but there's a, there's a phrase they have in good old Baldur's Gate. And it's, if something is too good to be true, run. Cross <laughs> <laughs> would be like, there's nowhere to go. <laughs> um, so, I just, I'm wary. Okay. I haven't felt out, it, it, like you said, it looks like a paradise. It does. It seems like a paradise. It does. But I'm a wizard. I know that if it looks like a duck and cracks like a duck, it's a balor. <laughs> so, I... I just is that why you kill all those ducks? <laughs> it's just it's just it's the suspicious wizard in me. I understand. Um so despite me not being able to necessarily read this man, I am You're trying to figure out shredding well, what does he seem like to you? He seems like the best way I can uh, explain it is a used car salesman. <laughs> He I think seems... obsequious is the word. <laughs> that he, he... <laughs> and definitely, and, and that's why I'm. I might be more guarded. Okay, but we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Okay. Um. So anyway, he, he asks you, "What spell did you use to get here?" Is essentially his question. I say, you know, I would love to answer that, but there was no particular spell I was casting at the time. I am. As you might have heard by now, I, how how much have you heard of me? I know you obviously know that I am here from a planet that is not even this. Your tragic story is, let's say, making the rounds around town to those who are listening. So have you heard of my particular life's work? As a wizard, I can only imagine. But I, I have heard something strange, that you seek to unite the disparate magics of the divine and the arcane in a way that no one has, seek, seek to is not the right word. Have begun to. Truly. Yes. You can cast those spells which are gifted by the gods to their devout. A few, but yes, I can. And they are, th- and they are arcane, wholly and truly. You cast them using... The weave. The weave. I'm not sure what you call it here, but yes, I use them casting what... You will find the... that people in this place are full of aquatic metaphor. They call it the tide, or the ebb and flow. Nonetheless, we know what it is. So yes, 
I have begun to unlock that. And as such, I was researching, trying to find new ways of blending. And I, it's hard for me to remember the exact sequence of events that led to it because my memory of that uh, hit my head, I assume. Um, Traumatic magic can be debilitating in this way. The fact is, is, if it was powerful enough to bring me to a whole other planet or realm or whatever this may or may not be, I am thankful and grateful even that I came here in one piece. Um, so a foggy memory is the least of my worries. But nonetheless, I remember I was working in my study and I was researching more ways to tap into the divine arts through the arcane. And I was mixing some components and weaving some spell sigils with my hands. And the next thing I knew, I woke up in the forest on that island. Um, I dare say you probably did not keep uh, notes of what you were doing at that moment. Unfortunately, not at that exact moment. I only take the notes after the experiment. Whether or not it fails, whether or not it succeeds, I write down the steps afterwards. Many a good mage has blown themselves up and left us none the wiser on to how they've done so. For that very reason, I counsel you, one mage to another, to write before you experiment next time for the benefit of all of those who remain after you are gone. Indeed. Nonetheless, um, I am sad to say that we will be of little help. I'm Conjuration not... is a, something of a lost art in this part of the world. I am... Oh, really? You don't say. Are you a conjurer by any chance? Is that perhaps the fortuitous reason that the goddess brought you to our land to rekindle our art? I know very little conjuration. I tend to dabble in most arts, but as you can see, and I, I, I whistle and wait for Tor to come back. Tor swoops down. I say, um, this is Tor. Oh, oh familiar. Yes. <laughs> yes. So few wizards decide to have these anymore. It's a... A very civilized gesture, I must say. He, Tor, is my best friend and quite the companion. He is um, perhaps one of the most wise companions I've ever had. <laughs> wise, but not necessarily intelligent creatures. <laughs> <laughs> he is very wise. I said, Tor, continue, as I said. Tor dips his head diplomatically and then flies off. I say, um, and... What a magnificent I, creature. I know perhaps one or two other spells that dabble in conjuration, but I don't tend to focus in any... If I had a focus, the focus would be the divine. Ha! Of course! What an interesting sub-school of magic you have discovered. We have no one like you here. Despite our theocratic nature, the divine and the arcane are strictly separate. You will be perhaps revolutionary. Fascinating. Um, I look forward to all I can learn, uh, especially if you have tomes of spells ready for me to study and learn. That would be a big help. Perhaps you should start with the scrolls I have already oh, gifted you. Oh, I will. Don't you doubt it. I have <laughs> no doubts. Every wizard, well, most pay money for this kind of thing. But, of course, a guest gift. For you. Thank you. And I would be remiss if I did not come back with some sort of payment next time. Oh, uh, the scrolls are for sale here, most certainly. But uh, if you want to spend your money, allow me to show you a new project we have begun to work on. Mm. May I escort you below the surface? Of course. Follow me. I do. He brings you uh, down a flight of stairs. Mm -hmm. 
And Rosalind come with us? Yeah, Rosalind is is your shadow always. Um, and, and he shows you to what looks like a repurposed dungeon. Mm. Um, they have found a way that they can like dig very small shafts so that light can spill down here along with the um, with the <coughs> torchlight that they have. And you see that many of the cages have been reinforced and you get a sense that there might be even magically so. Interesting. You see that there are certain people wearing um, uh, badges uh, that look kind of like, like a stylized like monster. Mm-hmm. And in the cages in, in the, the repurposed prison cells are monsters. And there are various monsters, some you recognize and some you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are uh, hanging from many of them are what look like harnesses mm-hmm. that f- feature uh, a Thalassan symbol. Uh, some, multiple Thalassan uh, pendants, like the ones that you wore, but larger. Mm-hmm. He goes, this is a new project that I thought of myself. I think you will find that it will be very useful to those who seek to find out about the world that is around us. Here, you may rent a monster hmm. that will be obedient to your will as long as it wears one of these very special harnesses that we have developed. We have decided to create this service for the new burgeoning exploration that is going to be happening outside of this city, these islands. If you ever do end up going back out there, though I can't imagine why anyone would, but it seems to be the new thing these days, please, come here first. You may find that one of these monsters might help you Hmm. in your explorations. He points to one. He says, this, do you have creatures like this where you come from? A uh, Sahagwin? You see, like, uh, uh, it's kind of in a, it's always got this, like, little pool, Mm -hmm. um, but it's, 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 Aside from perhaps a different color, mm-hmm. it is very much the Sahagwins that you know and despise. <laughs> say, yes, we kill them. As soon as you come up to the cage, the creature throws itself, and you see that it can't actually get its arms through the bars. There's some kind of something preventing it from doing so. I walk up, like, right up to the barrier. <laughs> and it's freaking out at you like a wild... My staff ignites. It, it recoils slightly, but then it comes back and then recoils and comes back and uh, it looks like it wants to kill. I look at you and I say, or I look at the Sahag when I, and I Man, just I'm say, I know. I'm a dude. <clears throat> 106. 106 call. I look at the Sahagwin and I just smile and I say, Trust me, this is not a fight you want. It, and I, I make a, I make a small intimidation check there. <laughs> Uh, 13. Uh, it, the, along with the theatrics and the fire and all mm-hmm. that, uh, you can tell that your threat has carried. Mm-hmm. It, it sort of just like, it dies down a little bit. It seems to calm somewhat, but it's looking at you with daggers in its eyes nonetheless. I, I uh, deflame my staff. Hisses. Hmm. Turn around. <laughs> He goes, as you can see, we have collected some of the few untainted creatures of these lands. Mm. Right here. This one. Check this. And he brings you over to another one, and you see what looks like a probably panther-sized cat skulking back and forth. This cat does not look like anything you've ever seen. Oh, I was going to make a knowledge check, but never well, mind. It, it, you can make a knowledge check nonetheless, but... Nature, arcana, religion, what are we talking here? Let's go with... Nature. I feel like nature is probably the one to go with. Nat 20. 24. 
Well, it doesn't take you long to figure out that this cat-like creature, in the shape of a cat, is nonetheless covered in scales. Mm. Um, they don't look like... They, they look like a mixture between fish scales and dragon scales. Interesting. Uh, and you can see that it it, it kind of... Um, um, it, it kind of the fur, the the scales bristle like fur mm-hmm. um, as it sees you, or you know, like raise them over its back if it seems threatened, or if it's grooming itself. It it it's beautiful, mm-hmm. and you can tell there's some kind of draconic heritage somewhere mm-hmm. far back there. Um, but as to what it actually is, I don't know. No, of course you've never seen this creature before. Mm-hmm. This is probably a creature native to this world. Um, and not yours. It says, a scale cat. Very rare. These creatures are native to these very islands. Very powerful. They are of the water elemental nature. They, I believe, if I can... uh, Please hold. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says, somebody harness this creature. Um, And you see some some wizards come in there, and they cast a few spells to kind of like put it down. Um, I say, oh, oh, and tell them to wait. They will wait if you ask them to. I say, please wait. I've said, have, does it speak? Oh, no. It understands, but it does not speak. Interesting. I just... I, I bend down by where the barrier is. Okay. Before they... The the cat kind of, like, looks over to you. And not very... In, you know. I just try, in Draconic, mm-hmm. which I actually know, I say in Draconic, I say, hello, beautiful creature. Its ears perk. Hmm? And it kind of, like, raises its head towards you. And... Behind you, uh, Oban goes, oh, excellent, of course you do. And, and the creature just sort of kind of like comes, like, extends its nose towards you, kind of like sniffing. I put a hand out towards the barrier. It comes close, and it knows it can't get past, and it's mm-hmm. kind of just... And then it just walks back to where it was and curls up with itself again. Hey, she's... She? He? It is a female. So she's beautiful. Isn't she just? The prize of our collection. Very expensive. Mm-hmm. I would... Ex- I don't know what kind of money you brought. I don't assume terribly much. But uh, you know, it's funny. I'm not sure yet. Of course, I have not. to have it. I have to have it weighed. May I ask? Could I see one of your coins? I take out a gold piece and casually flip it to him. Oh yes. Oh, this is good. This is very good. I think you will find. Flips it back to you. That is worth perhaps one point two five of our gold pieces. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps you'll pay me with one of those one day. I would love to own one. I, I just flip them a gold. I say, oh. here, for you. Generosity. Is that a virtue on your world? For some. Mm. Quaint. She <laughs> <laughs> says, you will find us also generous. Generous, generous, generous. I already have. However, this cat is a 400 gold piece down payment with a 400 gold piece fee if you'd like to rent it. Interesting. On that, I cannot be generous. I, I understand. I sort of... I uh, I take out some... Uh, I don't know. what I say, what does she eat? <laughs> Anything she wants. I take out some of my meager rations. Mm-hmm. I say, please, a, a gift for the cat, if you would. Yeah. Generous. Generous. You have a good heart, Elibus. He, uh, he takes down the seal and tosses the meat in the creature kind of looks at it and drags it over to itself and begins mm-hmm. to sniff and licks and licks the meat and mm-hmm. starts to eat it yeah and it, it looks towards you 
Yeah, and I you just... see that there's an understanding. Just... A nod, smile, and I get up. It, it, uh, it makes a sound. It's not a meow. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the creature is too large to meow like a house cat, mm-hmm. but it's something similar. Mm. Um, and then it goes back to eating. Mm. Well, thank you for showing me this magnificent creature. Oban bows his head. Says, I have a feeling that you might be one of my future customers, so I thought it might be prudent to show. Hmm. I hope you will stay a while in this place. I have no way of getting you back, nor do I believe does anyone, which is very sad for me to say. I know how much you must already be missing those people that you've left behind. As much as you might think, I am first and foremost and forever a wizard. This is an invaluable opportunity of gaining knowledge. Knowledge that I'm sure none on my planet have. The thrill of discovery. It is It is by far outweighing the... the loss that I temporarily have. That's the way to think of it. Stay positive, my friend. Oh, I have no doubt. Eventually, with enough study and time, I will find a way to go back, if I so even desire to do so. That's the spirit. <laughs> he says... May I escort you back upstairs? Oh, of course. Thank he you. brings you back. I take one last look at the the creature, and I say, I say in Draconic, I say, farewell. It's One of its ears turns towards you, mm-hmm. but it's too busy eating. That's fine. Um, he brings you back upstairs, and he says, Young man, to Rossum, take good care of Alibris. He is the newest treasure of Thalassa. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I do thank you, Oban, for your kindness and generosity. I will speak to the Archmage about your request. Yes, please do. I have a feeling there is much we have to talk about. Enjoy your gifts. Thank you. And thank you for your time. Indeed. Likewise. He says, I shall leave you then. And goes back upstairs. I say, Ralston, it seems to be getting late. We should probably head back. Yes, it does look like the sunset. Um, I'll escort you back. Indeed. Uh... By the time you get back, uh, you see that in your... <laughs> the whole city's on fire. Holy... <gasps> <laughs> yeah, no, everything's good. Everybody's dead. The ick has gotten in, and you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you better learn. Teleport right, right now. now. <laughs> um, <laughs> the worst. It's the absolute worst. Yeah, no. No, no. You, you get the feeling that this place is pretty well protected. Yeah, yeah. Um... He brings you uh, to your suite, mm-hmm. and he says, I-, I probably should leave you to, you know, whatever it is that you do at night, and uh, and if you need anything, uh, I'll be in my... You, should, you sure you don't want to stay and watch? You might learn something. What are you going to do? Well, the first thing I'm going to do on my list is, and I take out the wand that I had found on the island... Mm. And I say, as I'm going to cast a ritual of identify and figure out what this arcane device does. I would love to. Uh, could I help? Of course. I would be glad to help teach you the ritual. It is um, actually it's something that is a common spell in both the arcane and divine. So perhaps if you learn this spell, it will help you practice. I, in fact, I wonder you, if the way that you do it is the way that I would do it. I assume it is similar. I suppose if your research is correct and the purpose of your study is true, it should make a difference. Right. So I begin drawing out my. <laughs> He's a collar how to do it just like a cleric. <laughs> Ralston levels up as a wizard. <laughs> well, I mean, identify is a, a spell. Yeah, no, it's, it's, well, um, it's on everybody's spell. But I will, I will take ten minutes to set up the magic circle of identify and okay. identify the wand. 
Yeah, you're like, I completely forgot about that one. <laughs> what did I give you? you uh, the two uh, things I found uh, were a gem and a wand. Yeah. Um, and you said, I mean, I assume the gem was not magical, but I might have to identify actually, it. Actually, it is. Oh. Uh, I will be doing two rituals of identify. <laughs> All right. On the wand and on the gem. <laughs> I had, you remember that piece of paper that was yeah, like my the, entire the map? Yeah. <laughs> I had it written on there and I left it in. Alright, um, it was the shield spell. Ooh, how many charges do wands have in 5e? I think it's like somewhere around six. Yeah, and, and they, but then you get you roll to see how many charges you get back every, per day, every day. But if you expend all of them, the one breaks, right? Uh, or there's something. a chance that it breaks. Right. I think you have to like roll like a one on a twenty-sided dice to have it actually break. Okay. So until we know the proper rules, because you know we're great at this game. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> six charges. Right. It's, it'll start. I'm gonna have you actually roll a d6 to see how many charges it starts with. I know that's one. Of five. All right. Well, there you go. So you have five charges of the shield spell. Until tomorrow, when I will have when six. You definitely have six. <laughs> That's right. You're yeah. Free to bed in like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just write six. All right. There you go. Um, and then the gem. The gem um, is now. This is actually from the, the book. Um, do you have? I don't have a physical copy yet. It's actually on my list for the holidays. Okay. I assuming by the time the holidays are over, I will have the guide. Let me see if I can just find it. Sure. Alright, well, let's just put it this way. You have a gem that when you prepare your spells, as long as you possess this gem, you can prepare a one-time use of any wizard cantrip that you do not know. Interesting. So it's not that I learn the cantrips that I can... No, yeah, you, you, the, the cantrip, let's say, it's, it's in the stone, and you can kind of channel it through the stone. One time per long rest? Yes. Wow. Not the greatest gem, but I'll take it. You know what, though? It's the greatest gem. <laughs> it it may be that I had written it down as you just you get the cantrip, you know, for the day, castable as many times as you want. I, I really have to check. I, sure. And it, but it was definitely a wizard cantrip. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's wizard cantrip. Like, or well, let's. I guess I was gonna. It should really be cantrip of like spells you can cast, which would open up the divine. And I think for you, there's no reason we shouldn't open up the divine. In that case, I know exactly what I'm always going to put on it. And depending on how many times I can cast it, I mean, I'm just essentially going to learn Thaumaturgy. Okay, that's fine. For now, I guess I cast it once per day. Yeah, once once for long rest for now. And I'll, I'll double check on that. But I will definitely... I love Thaumaturgy. Boom. Cool. Oh man, I hope I get to cast that more. Thaumaturgy is so much cooler than Prestidigitation in so many ways. Is it? I mean, they're both cool when you combine them. You know, you do fun things. But like, Thaumaturgy is the one that like your voice can boom real high and your oh, eyes can get all it like. Game yeah, it's it's, it's, like, all, it's like an intimidation. Spell. <laughs> it's 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 all it's all effect. It's a role play spell. Right. You know, it's not really something that's gonna necessarily help in a situation. Um, but like, it's definitely just something that's fun to to mess around with. Well. Let's let's bargain, Dave. How about this? How about if you make it? Well, we can make it a gem of, of thaumaturgy, thaumaturgy. I'm and, cool with and that. you can cast it as per a regular cantrip. So you just Yay. have the thaumaturgy cantrip cool. as long as you possess this gem. Great, cool. Thank you. My yeah. eyes burst into lightning right, <laughs> right in right in front of Ralston. That's <laughs> like falls over himself. And I, I think I go, huh? It's a thaumaturgy gem. That's fascinating. <laughs> 
Russell Camden, honey. You can cast. You can cast a spells. I said, didn't believe you before. I said, Rostin, I've, I've, I've said this before. I just, that doesn't, you're a wizard. <laughs> Rostin, I'm, I'm almost hurt, almost, that you didn't believe me. But I also probably wouldn't have believed me either. I guess um, just seeing it, I just, that's our thing. I, I literally, I walk up to him, because the day's almost over anyway, and I cast Bless on him. He's like, you can... You can cast spells of the first circle? I said, I can cast spells of, I, I assume, the second circle. Wow. Hopefully someday the third, and fourth, and fifth, and sixth, seventh, eighth, he and looks like nine. Whoa, 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 calm down there, Hotshot. <laughs> <laughs> some of our best spellcasters can barely break into the third circle. I say, well, I plan to beat them all someday in terms of their abilities. But that's neither here nor there. Do you believe me? Uh-huh. Great. I, uh, say... <laughs> not that that bless is necessarily going to help you right now, but at least, hey, know that Mistra currently has your back. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, just, oh, sorry. Um, so- I also now, um, I'm going to attempt to... Um, use the scrolls to add to my spell book if they are spells okay, they right are um, so as you read the scrolls uh, they are the following spells the first one is called Earth Tremor cool and the other? the other also from Xanthos or something Maximilian's Earth and Grasp please keep in mind the rules for ascribing spells into your spell book I think it costs money and time, so just make sure to spend the money. Spend the money. Yeah. Fascinating. Okay. For the purposes of this game, and I know you're going to buy Xanathar's, we're going to say that Xanathar's spells mm-hmm. are essentially n- not spells you ever encountered before. Oh, okay. Right? So, like, I like the idea that there's a whole new spell that you, Dave, probably don't know too much about. And right. They're pretty new to the game. So... Those, those so Xanathar's Guide are like the guide to Thalassa's spells. That's right. Okay, right. Cool. So a lot of those spells will be something else throw something in as like Thalassan color, right? That you've never that you'll be like, oh, this is a spell I've never heard of before. Fascinating. Both oh. these spells will be spells unheard of to you. Oh, I am, I am super happy about these scrolls. <clears throat> I also love this new little satchel I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, satchel. Fascinating. Spell scroll. Oh, a spell scroll case, right? That's what yeah. it's supposed to be. Ooh, that means my spells. If I scribe some scrolls, I can probably make some. I was gonna say I can make some decent money. Yeah, because many of your spells may be foreign in this place. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm, might be a good way to. Might be a trading system, even. Maybe barter. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. Okay. All, All right. right. So um, I'll rest. Yeah. So Rossin leaves you to it and um, enjoys his closet, and you. Rest. You will rest uninterrupted. And you are woken in the morning by none other than Ralston. Mm. I stretch myself. Excuse me, Al, it's sunrise. Alrighty. Uh, Okay. Okay. Tor seems upset about the cats. 
There are a lot of cats. <laughs> oh, Tor, it's okay, little buddy. He seems to have gone out and tried to, you know, hunt and found that there's a lot more hunters than prey. Yeah. Um, but he did, you do see that he triumphantly drops a dead rat. I say feast away. He devours it. Yeah. Crunching its bones and defiling its corpse. I'd say something in Celestial, a compliment to Tor on my daily, my daily little stroke of his ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tor is... He, ex- he accepts your praise, as, <laughs> as is due to he, one of the greatest of all owls that has ever lived. <laughs> he who can understand the language of men. And the language of gods. And the language of gods. Yeah. A celestial owl. Mm-hmm. An owl of heaven. He beats the shit out of that rat. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Ralston goes, uh, Sir, I... There have been more gifts say, oh boy, this is this is going to be troublesome. Uh, he goes, they're out on your desk. I walk out and look. You see um, a two large vials uh, a, and two letters. I read the letters. The first letter seems to be written in a hurried hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is signed by Maya. And it says, I'm not going to go word by word, but it essentially the long and short of it is, Maya has heard that you are from a different world, and she would like you to visit her and tell her if her dog is also from a different world. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> the other letter is much more... It's obviously there's more time put into making it, Um, and it is from a uh, signed by a person named Kulek. Kulek invites you to join him for uh, a meal, uh, talking um, a conversation that you will no doubt be interested to have. Uh, It does not seem that the letters have anything to do with the vials. Indeed. Rawson very easily can explain the vials as a gift uh, from the church. Mm. Specifically from Sister Oria. Is Sister Oria a high-ranking member of the church? He says, oh yes, sisters. There's only seven of them. They're incredibly powerful. Very well placed in the church. Oh, they're attractive. I just smile. <laughs> he says, <laughs> just, I said, Ralston, it's, it's a says, joke. He says, she's beautiful. Oh, well that's fantastic, but... Beauty does not have to go hand in hand with power. She could be a, a sight of not beauty at all, to put it nicely. But and if she has his love, of course. Of course, she's she is a priest. It matters not. It's simply a, a joke. Uh, yes, but well, luckily for us, not uh, mention they say beauty after all is in the eye of the beholder. I don't know if you know this, but. I know this. I know. Lord. I know. Oh, I know. Okay. Oh, oh, you have those? I, I, we do. It's uh, just a saying. They're kind of like boogeymen. <laughs> oh. Nobody really likes beholders. I, nobody likes beholders where I come from. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Ralston, you need to. Oh, boy. We have a lot to learn. Okay. Also, they have many eyes in. in a, a... Yes, I know. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, since, uh, I, I think she's probably offered those. That uh, you might have an excuse to visit with her. And these are. Oh, um. 
he unfurls a little piece of paper. This one is a healing. Hmm. Uh, whoa, really? Th- apparently, it is a potion of superior healing. Ooh. 8d4 plus 8. Oh, boy. Uh, and this one is a potion of vitality. How lovely. I will have to. Now, Rostin, forgive me. I. Not that I have anything to give, but should I be reciprocating with these gifts that I'm getting? It's very common for foreign dignitaries, or not foreign dignitaries, but for, uh, for, for nobles to be gifted. Um, it, it, this is old tradition. We haven't had people come here. There has not been a new person that hasn't been born here as long as I've been alive. Hmm. My brother Alivon would be jealous of that term. Noble. Well, that's what you are. Yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> he looks at you again like he's starting to piece together <laughs> that you might be full of shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Listen, Ralston, if you haven't figured it out yet, I'll be playing with you. I was just a wizard where I came from. Not a noble, not a dignitary, a wizard. It is your prince that has named me a dignitary. And that, so but my nobility. That's what you are. My nobility comes straight from your prince, which I guess is where most nobility would come from. He'll be king one day, so if you're not nobility now, you certainly will be. So it... it, Forgive me if I am unused to these um, niceties. It's it's a welcome, for sure, but I'm definitely new to being considered as as, um, such in the social status. Then I'll try to educate you on some of our customs. It's very common uh, for people to give gifts to new friends. Hmm. I think what the, everyone is doing as they give you their gifts is they're entreating you to dialogue with them. I think that they would like to meet you. Well, I'm hungry, as it is breakfast time. Oh! So perhaps... Please, wait! I will bring you something right away. No! Um, Ralston, we have an invitation for a meal. We should go visit this Kulik. I have no idea who that is. Me neither, but let's find out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a, a place to meet you at. Yeah. Uh, and so you go? I go for breakfast. Okay. Um, with no prior appointment, you nonetheless uh, find when you arrive at the address Ralston brings you to a um, oh, quite well-to-do eatery hmm. um, that the there is a man sitting in one of the kind of tables in the center. It looks like it's busy with people. Mm-hmm. Um, merchants seem to be the the kind who really frequent this place. It seems that this city is large enough that it, it kind of contains its own economy. And in a way, the merchant class... In a way, it kind of has to. It's the it's only It's the only place. place that people come from around <laughs> right, here. So, so they, they clearly... This is, it's, this, is the, this is every city in the world in a city. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's big. I mean, it's big. Right. So it definitely can hold it. Um, so uh, you... Because you're, you know, dressed as a wizard, you do kind of stand out a little bit. And uh, a, the gentleman is in... Who, who stands up to greet you is in a fine suit. Um, obviously not a suit like we would think of it, but their version of I make sure I well use prestidigitation to make sure my clothes are extra clean. Okay. <laughs> Good. Uh, this person comes up and says, You are Alibris. I am indeed. Are you perhaps Kulik? A pleasure to meet you. Well met indeed. Uh, Please, join me. I will indeed. I am quite hungry for breakfast and I figured I might as well take you up on your letter as soon as I could. I appreciate it. 
The pleasure's all mine. You, you both sit. He kind of looks at Ralston, and Ralston's just kind of like standing at the front. Uh, I said, I'm sorry, uh, this is Ralston. He's my aide here. Um, I keep him along with me in case there are some things I, I need to be explained on or anything that I might not know. Um, Ralston is here to be an interpreter of sorts. I understand. May I request that we speak privately? I'm fine with that. Ralston, um, do you have food that I, I may... I would be happy to cover his tab. Thank you. Ralston, please have a seat and eat. Ralston does so. I will be bold and ask the question that is on my mind. Where are you from? Baldur's Gate. I Real quick, insight when I say the name Baldur's Gate. Does he, do I get a sense of recognition from him? Six. It's hard to say. He certainly... He certainly seems interested. I say, I say, do you know of Baldur? Are you? I am Kulek. I am your new friend. Hmm. I am very interested in the place from which you came. Though, perhaps I should not say too much. This you did not come here by intention. Is this correct? Correct. However, you are a mage of some skill, yes? I'd like to think so. <laughs> Do you know how it is that people can move between these worlds? I know the basic science of the magic. I am not quite able to cast the spells of my own will yet, but... I know that the magic is in existence, and I know the basic principles. I see. Perhaps one day? Oh, I'm sure. With time and study and um, more study and more time, yes. I see. I'm. Forgive me. I am asking questions, and I have not explained myself. Oh, no. I'm. It's fine. I'm inquisitive myself. Is there anything that you wish... You have already. For me, I am someone who seeks a specific kind of knowledge. I have long believed that there were other places than this. Oh, yes, several. I must get out of here. Hmm. Out of this bubble, or just out of. out of this fetid world? Hmm. Why do you hate it so much? is dead. This place is its last breath. Indeed. I I see that, but do you not have hope that things can turn around? You have been outside. Yeah, I started outside. Do you have hope? Of course. I'm... Forgive me for seeming so naive and optimistic, but you must know, sir, as I don't know... Are you a wizard? Do you have a profession in the arts? I am a merchant. Well, I will tell you this, as I light my fingers on fire, I say, in a world where this is possible, and then my eyes ignite from thaumaturgy, or this, and then a gust of wind comes again. I'm just performing basic tricks from mm-hmm. prestidigitation thaumaturgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, when these things are simple maneuvers, and when the travel between worlds is within grasp, 
Honestly, I don't think there's a thing that magic can't fix or change. So yes, I believe that there is, in fact, a way to change everything here. And I might be a large help to co help to contribute to that. So I have to say it may take time and it may seem difficult, but that is the way of the wizard. And if you ask me plain, I will tell you, I believe that there is more than hope. I believe it is just simply a matter of time, pending that there are those who still have the fortitude and willpower to make it happen. I think you'll find no lack of either in this place. People here seem interested in running heedlessly towards the danger that surrounds them. I suppose in a way I don't blame them, but I don't understand why anyone would want to die here and turn into what they become out there. I think you have it wrong. They don't want to die here. They want to live here. And that is a profound difference. Thank you for your honesty. My pleasure. But do not take that as a as a no to your request. Should the day come that I have the ability to reopen the gateway to where I come from, I'll be glad to have you come along to Ferun with me. Um, I can introduce you to plenty of people in Baldur's Gate. If a new life is what you wish in a new place, I would be glad to grant it. In fact, I would extend that invitation to any who wish to leave here. Um, it is not something I, I would deny at all. I see. Well, that... That makes me glad. I... Do not share your optimism. I can see where it would be hard. And I respect, obviously, your, your thoughts as well. There is a new chapter beginning in this place. Up until very recently, no one left. No one left because it was not safe to do so. Mm. They have deluded themselves into thinking that they have made it safe. I am no mage, so I will defer to your opinion on the subject, but I do not think you can be safe out there. Where I come from, safety is a gamble. I see. We live in a world where there, I mean, this is, would be a paradise to some. The fact that the people here are happy, for the most part provided for, or most people are happy, I digress, but... I am not... <laughs> Do not think of me as someone who is a malcontent. I... This is my home, and yet I fear the direction it is being taken in. If you... I assume you have, outside of the obvious, the cursed... I assume you have illness here. Colds, oh, fevers. Like any place, I'm sure. And when you have an illness, where do you go? Oh, we go to Cleric. And you have yourself healed. If you have the money to. Well, what would happen if you did not go to the Cleric? Most likely, depending on the illness, you would die. Right, because the illness would spread if yes. left unchecked. Well, the world is ill. And not leaving here is not going to the Cleric. 
and it is killing your world. Leaving this place, trying to do something about it, that is going to the cleric. That is helping. It may not seem that way at first, but it is. But as with all diseases, the more advanced they get, the harder they are to bring you back from. So maybe this new direction is frightening, and it's unknown territory, and it is um, nerve-wracking. But at the end of the day, the only way to cure the disease is to go to the cleric. I take your point. Shall we eat? I would love to. If there's anything else you wish to discuss, I'm all ears. If not... He says, no, I... I invited you here to get the measure of you, Alibris. And I think I have. And I appreciate the opportunity to do so. Indeed. I make small chat with him as I eat. And so he does with you. Mm-hmm. Um, he educates you a little bit on certain things. You ask him, like, about the gifts, for example. And he talks about, like... Um, he mentions a, a term you've heard before, which is the... Um, the sacred empire, which hmm. is um, uh, sort of the, the civilization before this civilization, uh, that just for giggles, yeah. Knowledge history. Mm-hmm. Is there anything like the sacred empire? Like the sacred empire in Faroon? Just to see if like I got like any connections here. Uh, Twenty-one history. The closest thing that it sounds like... So the the, the, the straight answer is no. It, right. You do not think that this is like you are in some like analog or different time period or something like that. It right. seems like it's totally different. Yeah. But it seems to be something like the Lord's Alliance, right? A group of of city-states um, and kingdoms. Common that have, races. Yeah, that had allied together. Um, when people say, talk about the old stories where elves and all these other fantastical creatures exist, they talk about that that time and that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he educates you a little bit that it wasn't very long ago uh, there are people for whom that is still living memory. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they don't like people now don't know what happened to that but it was like this this concept that there was this great empire from which um the Volturn the family Volturnus had actually been nobles mm. um and that 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 had been they had made an exodus from that place to this place and then discovered this terrible curse they don't know if it spread to that area or if that place even exists anymore but when they were leaving it to come and found this place not just the family of Alternus, but of course their vassals and their people mm-hmm. who now their descendants are these people mm-hmm. um, that uh, that that empire was crumbling for political reasons mm. um, and they, they fled it um, and then they came here so there's technically a chance that there could there's be there's a chance that there's an entire kingdom out there but it's very far away, hmm. and no one's obviously, for understandable reasons, no one's tried to go there. Right. Um, for all, for probably somewhere around like uh, half a century. Huh. Okay. I say at the end of my meal, I thank him again. I say thank you, good sir. Cues. He says it, it was my pleasure to meet you, and if you have any need, he provides you with a way to contact him and, and I, where his offices are. I say likewise. I say you can contact Ralston here or just write to where you wrote to today to my quarters I would be glad to meet with you again and as I said however you feel when the time comes that I I find because there there will be a time I guarantee it um, I will be glad to open a portal to a new world for you he says that I shall do everything in my power to make sure that you have all the time that you need thank you Kulik well met again be well thanks you and 
goes about his business. I say, I'm, uh, I'm off to see a woman about a dog. He's <laughs> like, what's a dog? <laughs> Does uh, he really say that? Oh, because I was going to say, that would be fascinating. Dogs are really clearly very rare. Okay. Um, but they exist. Crazy cat people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much just a city full of crazy cat people. Um, I have Ralston lead me to Maya's. Okay. Um, Ralston brings you to what is a, a peasant's hovel. You know, we're looking at... What does that mean in terms of in, this In terms place? of this, it means a very small stone structure. Huh. Every, there are no... There doesn't look like there are many, like, sh- like um, shabby shacks or, you know, like... First of all, there doesn't appear to be, like, the wood <laughs> like, here like, seems to be mostly, like... Like, what, what we would call a peasant's hovel here would be, like, a... 50 gold a month apartment in Baldur's Gate. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's it's to that degree. But of course, with no influx of like immigrants or anything like that from other places, there right. is no, like there's no super low class. Even right. the lowest class of people are, are like, they're living. You right. Know? Um, so, um, gear brought to the house and Ralston knocks on the door and goes, open up for Lord Alibris. And the door opens. And you see probably a woman in her early 20s mm-hmm. um, and with a, a little flock of children, um, probably like three children. Uh, and and she opens the door and goes, Ooh, Al- Albert, you got my letter? I did. And oh, I, I look at the young... Oh, come oh, in, sir. I say, hello, children. children and I, like, I immediately set off fireworks with prestidigitation. They scream and run. <laughs> I say, no, no, no. I say, look. And they're gone. <laughs> they go, they run oh, in the back. I was like... and But you hear... Their, their shrieks seem like a little bit of laughter, too. Oh, okay. Um, almost like they're happy to be scared. Okay. Obviously, they've grown up in a place of peace. Yeah. Um, and she... She... she, she looks like frightened for a moment and then realizes it's like a parlor trick. Yeah. She goes, oh my god. You are the person that I thought you were. She goes, please come in. <laughs> I, I chuckle at that and I kind of shake my head and I just walk in. I have, yeah. I have Tor still scanning the outside. Just everywhere. Everywhere. So anytime we're in the city, he's just, he's constantly everywhere we go mm-hmm. taking my Um He has nothing to tell you. Everything yeah. seems to be uh, normal. She goes, please come inside. I'll, I have to show you my dog. I say, of course. Um, she takes you into <laughs> in my head there's just like some dude like with two ears stapled to his head he's just <laughs> I'm the dog <laughs> wolf wolf please don't from kill another me. dimension <laughs> <laughs> what is this man dog <laughs> fucking wolf <laughs> uh, no it's not a man dog uh, she brings you to a <laughs> a door the doors are wood around here that's the only real like wooden shelves and other for such things but anyway she brings you to a, a locked bolted wooden door mm-hmm. and um and she says it's, it's in there be careful I don't know I don't know if it'll if it can hurt I mean it's been it hasn't ever but be careful of course and she steps back I Unlock the door. Mm-hmm. Open it. Inside is... It's dark, obviously, in there. There's no window in this room. Yeah. Um, and you see inside is the shape of a... It's probably about the size of a Doberman. It's mm-hmm. pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, covered in shaggy hair that makes it... It's probably Underneath the hair, you think it's probably like a similar shape to a Doberman, but it's mm-hmm. covered in such shaggy fur uh, that it looks bigger than it probably really is. I say, oh, you poor creature. It's... It, 
raises its head, but doesn't turn towards you. It kind of just raises its head towards a wall. I, I whistle. <laughs> I take out another small portion of ration. Mm -hmm. And I... <laughs> and it comes up. Does it look like it can see through the shag? No. Oh. Comes close. Yeah. And it sniffs. And oh, then it sniff my hand. You see, uh, uh like it. Okay, it sniffs. <laughs> and then I, I let it sniff the meat, and I, I sort of put it towards the muzzle. You see that it kind of extends its tongue, but like it opens it the tongue is really big. Hmm. Like the tongue that comes out of his mouth is like this wide. Interesting. Knowledge, nature, arcana. What are we talking here? Uh... I'm gonna let you choose, pal. <laughs> Make I mean, a nature. I know there's pretty much the same for some of these, right? Nature's not. I'm trained. Alright, let's go with nature. It's an animal. Let's go with nature. Uh, twenty. Okay. Unnatural. Um, your your knowledge of nature tells you that a big tongue means a big mouth, right? And, and as you see, you see the fur split in the mouth. Must be like really weirdly shaped or very large. Huh. You don't really get a good look because it just sort of licks the... It licks and with its very coarse tongue mm -hmm. brings it right into whatever must be its mouth. Kind of hidden underneath the shaggy fur. It seems completely docile. It doesn't seem to be aggressive towards you in any way. Pet it? You pet it? It's got... The fur is very coarse. Mm. Um, but otherwise, I mean, it doesn't feel like a dog you've ever pet before. Nonetheless, it, it looks it's eating like a doll, you know? Um, I take a piece of the fur. Yeah. I, the fur. Yeah. I just squeeze it. It's... Like, does it seem like it has feeling in the fur? The fur is squishy. Huh. Like, do I not want to shave this thing is what I'm getting at. I don't know that you would want to shave this thing. Okay, like... Like, you might... Like, this fur I might want to not... Hurt it. Yeah, it could be something that's not fur. Huh. And I have no idea what this thing is? Not a clue. Huh. I'm going to set up a ritual of detect magic. Okay. See if this thing has any arcane origins to it. Uh, after you prepare your circle and cast your spell, mm -hmm. your detect magic registers. Some magic. It's You're not looking at a, a, a this spell or that spell. Right. You're looking at an... an a magical creature. A magical creature, most definitely. So not an ordinary dog. All right, so then let me go for Knowledge Arcana, then. No, I have no idea. Um, it's it's tough. Even if you got a great roll, I'll tell you, it would be a tough thing. This doesn't seem to correspond to any sort of... Um, I you say... Know, but, you, but part of this, I'm going to let you as part of this be, you know, a physical inspection if you're willing to physically inspect this creature. Of course. It seems like it's not going to be... It seems like it acts like a dog in many ways. I will... You know what? A very me, tame dog. I'll just take a quick insight check of 17. To determine To if determine it's, that, like, is it luring me in or is this like... To your knowledge, it is not luring you in. It seems to be just chilling out. Okay. And, and happy to be fed. Um, then I will make a medicine check. What are you looking for? I'm just gonna inspect it. Okay. See so if see get like get the lay of the beast. Oh man, I am bad at inspecting. <laughs> Not great. Nine. Nine is enough. First off, you know you kind of comb your fingers through its fur, and you realize that it seems to enjoy that much mm -hmm. like a dog would. Um, 
and, and you're like, okay, so let's find out its biology here. And you kind of sweep back where there are no eyeballs. Interesting. There are no eyeballs on its face. Interesting. Um, as you try and sweep back, you see that the line of its mouth is super long. Goes real far. Probably oh. about halfway down the creature. Oh, wow. That's uh, terrifying, yeah. actually. Um, <laughs> and as you go and you follow the trace of this, and you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You brush past and you see there's the eye. It's like one's here and one's here and one's here and one's here. And it seems like it's got eight eyes that trail down this line. Wow. That is perhaps its mouth that you're assuming is its mouth. And the eyes are, they look more like a fish's eyes than a dog's eyes. They're like flat. Interesting. I, when I reveal the eye, I have it look at me. Does it seem to? No, it just stares straight out. Oh, interesting. It doesn't really look like it uses much, its eyes very much. Obviously, they're covered in its fur, whatever. Huh. Nonetheless, they are there. And it, it, it kind of like, like, you know how like a fish's eye doesn't, you know, it kind of just like pivots. Mm. Then it, uh, then it, the iris just, you know, bounces around. Interesting. Huh. Anything else? That's the weirdest. Um, it doesn't seem to have any, it doesn't seem to have many of mammalian qualities. It doesn't have like nipples. It doesn't seem to. Do I find gills? Nope. No, 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 no. It doesn't seem to have any genitals of any sort. Um,. So it's something that's not a dog, but seems to be in the shape of one. Interesting. Very strange. Like it adopted the shape of a dog, or like this is—it's is... hard to tell. Uh, you're not getting a ton of trans. Like you're—you know—you get a hint of the idea when you cast you know, tech magic. It doesn't seem like transmutation is really a big factor in this. Huh. If anything, you'd say. Uh, I ask. I, I ask Maya. I say, I say, Maya. Maya. She's here. She's here. Oh. Oh, I, I, oh, yes. I say. She's kind of peace. I say. I say. Where did you find this dog? In my house. It was just here. I just. I went downstairs, or not downstairs. I, I went into the the dining area in the kitchen one night, and it was just sitting there. I had had a terrible dream, and then I came downstairs. What was the dream of? I, it didn't make any sense. I, I doesn't matter. I know what I mean. I, I couldn't even describe it to you. It was, it was like colors, and and there were words, but I don't, I couldn't understand them. And and I saw things, but I, I don't. It was, it was. I don't know what I was seeing. I don't know what it was. It was like a fever dream. Hmm. It made sense at the time, but w once I woke up, I had no idea what it was, but it was just a dream. And then I found this. I Do don't you think... practice any magic? No. No, never. I say, give me one moment. I walk outside. Mm -hmm. I whistle for Tor. Swoops down. Say, hey, buddy, don't mm -hmm. freak out. Tor, celestial owl, composed as ever, looks at you as though that is not a possibility. I tell him, there's something in there. It's not a dog. I've never seen it before. You ever seen anything like this, buddy? You take Tor to take a look at it? Yeah. Tor gives a 
uh, Ooh. like a, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, back at you, buddy. Um, and the, the, remind me again the method of communication. Do you have to, you don't have telepathy with it? It's kind of like instinct. It's, I do, like, I can, I believe. You can talk to it. I can talk to it. It just cannot talk back. It, it more imparts, like. So then you probably have a system of more like yes and no. Right. So, do you ask it something? Yeah, I You're asking, like, do you know what it is? Yeah. Um, it doesn't give you a no. It gives you, like, a... Like, a maybe? Kind of? Like, a sort of? Hmm. Should it... Is it something we should fear? Towards peering at it. The answer is too complicated for a yes or no. That much you can tell. You can hmm. see it's for almost its frustration and its inability to convey its feelings towards you. Interesting. I say, does it come from another plane? That seems to be a yes. Huh. I say, well, Maya, it seems to me one of two things has happened. Either A, someone or something used your body as a conduit to summon this creature here. Or B, you have the qualities of a mage. And your lack of practice has built up a almost like a reserve of magical energy within you. And you have, by chance, summoned something on your own. I did this? There's a distinct possibility. I don't believe in coincidence, and the fact that you had a strange dream that you can't even comprehend quite yet, right before this creature then appeared in your own home, leads me to believe that those two things are connected. I, I would be I would be amazed if they weren't. Now, whether or not it is of your own power of someone else or something else's, I cannot say. Is there any um before you had the dream, the day before, the week before even, maybe even the month, anything unusual happened to you? Have you Eaten anything you knew? Gone anyplace new? Talked with anyone you never talked with? Or seen something you've never seen? I mean, obviously outside of me. Um, but <laughs> this has happened before I got here, I assume. It did. It happened about two weeks ago. Hmm. How long have I been in this plane? This uh, plane? Two weeks. <laughs> no, it was like, if you've only been like a few like days, days at this yeah. point. Like, definitely less than a week. Right. I say, huh. I say, can you recall anything? I mean, when I say unusual, it would be out of the ordinary. Did I guess maybe because of this, I haven't even thought about any of that. Like, I, I don't think so. Hmm. Would you mind terribly if I tried taking this creature to Terra's Tower? No, you can take it if you want. I don't believe I can. Um, I would assume you'd have to ask it. Have you tried communicating with it? Once. And? It went into that room. Did you ask it to go into the room? I did. I believe you're going to have to... Do you have someone to watch your, your children? I say, Ralph... Uh, oh, I mean, of course. I can get one of my neighbors. Um, we're going now? I, uh, of course we're going now. Yes. Right. Uh, she <laughs> she rushes off. And okay. she comes back with her one of her neighbors, a matronly woman. Of course I'll watch the children. You guys... Uh, well, first she goes... I, I don't... I think it... When... It, I don't know that I... I mean, I asked it and it did it. How about this? Ask it to come here now. Nicely. Um, it, excuse me. 
Chagrath uh, <laughs> does not respond. Yeah. Would you um, come over here? The dog lifts up, mm-hmm. turns, and walks up to her, and then just sort of looks up at her. Looks. Doesn't have eyes there, but it points its snout towards her. Introduce me as a friend. She is not, she can't even hear you. She's like staring at it, aghast. I say, I say, Maya. And she snaps out of it. Uh, uh, what? You okay? I just told it to come here and it did. Yes, it's a very good dog. Now, would you... <laughs> she looks at you like that in the understatement of the century. I say, I say, would you do me a favor and introduce me as a friend? Um, this is Alibris. He's our friend. I once again put my hand to its snout. It goes... It makes like a gurgling sound. I pet it. It allows you to do so. I say, good. Now, we should we should go. Um, follow us. And stays by her side. And you bring it to the tower. <laughs> um, R- Rossum is like... <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> As, as you guys walk, you how did you know that? How did you know I was going to do that? I didn't. I took a chance. I'm a wizard. That's what I do. That's why I ended up here. Wow. There's no reward without risk, Ralston. You should... You should this is a... Uh, uh, Aren't you afraid that one of these days something's going to just murder you? Of, well, of course, but that's half the fun. What about <laughs> You guys <laughs> get to the tower. Uh, um, once again, Ralston, Lord Alibris! Uh, and... To, boom, 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 boom. Runs yeah. down the stairs. Oban? Oban. Oban. Alibis. Oh, I, my friend. Two visits in two days. We are blessed. I pointed the... Well, that's an... Are you thinking about selling this to me? <laughs> well, the idea crossed my mind. But before we get that far, there's a mystery behind this. First off, have you seen a creature like this before? Is my first question. Dogs are somewhat rare. It is not a dog. Are you talking about the boy? No, I'm talking about... This is not a dog. Shall I cast my spells, or are you going to tell me the mystery? I explain in detail, but the jaw, the eyes, the fur that's not quite fur. He kind of, like, backs away. (laughs) I say, it seems to be docile. In fact, it may have familiar-like qualities to this woman here. It obeys her. It does. I, she might have summoned it inadvertently. Woman, if you would kindly tell it to just behave in my tower. And it is very docile, but yes. She says, be good in the tower. Kind of just looks up at her and just doesn't do anything. Yeah. Um, I say it's very docile so far. Um, darling, open its mouth. Uh, she's, she's, she looks at you like, is that okay? I say, I say, just ask it nicely to hear. I take out more rations. I say, ask it to open its mouth wide. Open your mouth wide. The creature essentially bisects almost completely in half, about to the mid, like its midsection. The, the top of it just lifts up, and you just see row, about three rows of razor-sharp, like, lamprey teeth. Hmm. I think I'm using the right word there. Mm-hmm. I think lamprey, right? Uh, razor-sharp teeth and a humongous slathering tongue. Toss the piece of ration right into the yeah, mouth. Yeah, snaps shut. And you see that, like, its whole body starts to shake. It's, like, grinds it in those teeth. I look at Oban. He's horrified. <laughs> Everybody around you is horrified. I say, see? He goes, 
Fascinating, right? What's your price? <laughs> I say, I say, hold on, Oban. Before we even know if it can be parted with this woman, we have to discover the origins of how it came here. Like I said, I believe she summoned it. Or the only other issue I have is if she didn't. If something summoned it through her. I understand your concern. She had a fever dream, she said, the night it was summoned. Now, fever dream? Yes, a dream she can't quite comprehend. Do you perhaps have anyone on the premises that can detect thoughts? I'm your man. I say, um... I turn to Maya, I say, Maya, would you be willing to subjugate yourself to a, um... someone else's will? Um, Oban has a bit of magic that will allow him to peer into your mind. It is not always the most pleasant thing to have someone else in your mind, but the process is smoother and less dangerous if you give permission. If you resist it, it can be detrimental for both of you. Um, what will he be able to know? He's going to specifically search for your memories of the dream. Do the best he can to decipher them. He says, darling, I don't care a fig for your daily peasant squabbles. I'm here to solve a magical mystery. Trust that. She kind of looks at him like... I, I kind of look at her just kind of like... If you tell me it's safe, I'll do it. I say it is It is very safe. He goes, now, be still, close your eyes. Think of the moment. <laughs> be still, close your eyes. Larry! That was a mind flare. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Oh my fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> he says, um, close your eyes, clear your mind, think of the dream. And he casts the spell. Mm-hmm. He goes, mm, oh, oh, no, 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 oh, God, no, break it, break it. And he, he, he finishes the spell probably about like 30 seconds after he begins. Mm. He goes, no fever dream. That is a vision. Most certainly. I think you are close to it, Elibris. This is some manifestation of some sort of chaotic force. Hmm. No familiar, though. I doubt it. Too large to be a familiar. It's interesting, though, because it obeys her so wholeheartedly. Which is uncommon for summoned creatures that are not familiars. Unless, of course, the only thing I can think of would be if it were... Like, for instance, a demon. You would need to have its true name or some sort of leverage on it. This is a creature that is, for all intents and purposes, seems to be docile and obeys this woman's every word. And she has no magical hold on it that I can see. I don't mean to insult you. Hmm. You have a familiar. I do. A small creature. Yes. They are all, so far as I know, small creatures. I believe so, too. Mice, birds, yes, snakes. Yes, of course. This creature is simply too large. Uh, I have never seen nor read about a familiar that was quite so big. Oban, now it is my turn to say something with all due respect. Until two days ago, you didn't know a man from another planet. It's true. The universe is full of its mysteries. I'm not saying that that is the case here. I'm just saying, what is this? Let me correct myself. I have heard of people with familiars above the ken of most wizards. But they are not wizards. 
an ancient order of spellcasters. Uh, the name is lost to me. They, uh, pact makers, uh, servants of powers, mm -hmm. not gods, uh, sometimes devil worshippers, sometimes... Warlocks? Not the word I would use. <laughs> <laughs> They're very common where I come from. Really? Well, warlocks are not whatever this is. You turn, I turn to her, I say, Did you hear a voice asking for your eternal servitude? I heard a voice. It didn't ask me anything. He goes, ah, I second that. What did the voice say? It spoke in a language I do not speak. Interesting. Could you at least identify what that language was? Very difficult. It spoke in shrill whispers, very fast. If it made any sort of sense, eh, I could try. It's not exactly a phonetic language I feel like it was speaking in. Say, Maya, I'm going to ask you to try something. If Oban is right, if perhaps by some chance your magic comes from a greater being than yourself, not a god... And in which case you might be a warlock. Do you know what a warlock is, Maya? She shakes her head in the negative. I say, do me a favor. I want you to close her eyes. She closes her eyes. I want you to imagine that voice you heard. As unpleasant as it may be. Mm -hmm. And now open your hand. Palm up. And I want you to visualize a weapon. Whatever weapon you want it to be. Visualize it coming forth in your hands, almost like a bond between you and this voice. She tries, and you can see that she's straining to do so. Mm -hmm. And as she does, you you notice that the beast's hair starts to start standing up off of it, like mm. like almost as though it was like disturbed. sensing danger, mm, something. Hmm. Back up slightly. Yeah. Mm gurgles again underneath mm -hmm. its gigantic mouth mm -hmm. um, she just and she stops and as soon as she does the creature just relaxes again mm. and she goes I, I, was I supposed to get the weapon possibly this is fascinating but perhaps we should run this test do you have I'm assuming Oban you have or are you going to ask me if I have an experimentation chamber and that is exactly what I was going to ask good sir Oban shall we upstairs I chuckle <laughs> <laughs> kind of shake my head as I'm like what was I even thinking <laughs> Oban goes yes perhaps that is prudent we are trying to do this in the middle of the lobby yes everybody around you is like <laughs> every time you come into this building everybody just stops what they're doing and just stares at whatever the fuck is going on it's great I'm going to have a great legend at this place someday <laughs> um he takes you upstairs to yeah. one of many, um, uh, you know, circle rooms, experimenta experimentation chambers, mm -hmm. and so forth. He goes, here we are. What is your experiment? I'm going to see if she can summon a pact blade. I'm going to see if she can manifest the will between her and what this being is. That will determine if, in fact, she is a warlock. Um, I I'm also going to see if she can perhaps manifest the energy and create a an eldritch blast. Something that is very common. These are very common abilities of the warlocks. This is what our pact makers did as well. Interesting. They concentrated the magical potency that they received from their benefactors into savage bursts. <laughs> we called them Eldritch Blasts. Um, A fine name, I suppose. I guess you like that better than warlocks, huh? 
A warlock is a synonym for a wizard here. We call ourselves by many names. Interesting. Interesting. Well, yes. Shall we try? I shall leave you to your experimentation. I have things that need seeing. That's fine. You will forgive me if no, I oh, excuse please. myself? Oban, by all means. Please try not to destroy the place. I will do my best. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves. <laughs> um, she says, okay, what do we do? I say, well, first off, perhaps tell your... Hmm. Do me a favor. Instead of talking to your dog, mm-hmm. as we will call it for now, I want you to just use your mind's voice to think the words, asking it to circle you one time. Okay. The dog stands up, and it walks around in a circle around her, and then sits down. Hmm. She goes, oh my god! I didn't even say anything! Yes, I know. I can control with my mind? Not controlling. Um, you asked it, it obeyed. Let's not get too into the word control yet. Right, sorry. Um, okay, this is good. So now impart the fact that (laughs) it is not... (laughs) Impart the idea that it is not in danger here. Okay. The creature doesn't make any response. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you something. Okay. This is strange, but I want you to ask if it has a name. And see if you feel even a slight response... And whatever the if there, even if there's a word that just comes to your mind and you're not sure where it is where it came from, I want you to ask if it has a name. Okay. Um, she concentrates for about like three seconds, and then just screams. She screams and she just falls back. She doesn't look like she's having a fit or anything. I say, she I say, like I she say had Maya. A terrible start. I say, Maya. <sighs> it's fine. It's okay. I I I did you, not think that. I did not think that. You did not think what? I. And she points to her head. I I didn't think I didn't. You heard a voice. Uh huh. It's it, its voice. What did it say? I don't remember. <laughs> I say calmly. Expect it this time, as if you're in a conversation out loud. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't understand what it's saying. I I, I get. I I hear. I. I don't. I think it, but I don't understand it. It's like I. It's like it's in there, but I can't say it. Interesting. Can you say it in your mind though? To it, could you call its name? I think I can. Okay. This is good. We're making progress. Ask. She's looking at this thing like, like she's never looked at it before. I. I say ask it. Where does this, where does, where does it come from? Or better yet, I should say, ask it if it knows with what power you have made a bargain. I didn't make a bargain. Maya, I hate to tell you this, but there's a very good chance you did, even without your knowing. I don't understand. That's not how bargains work. I know. Unfortunately, there are some beings, both in the Nine Hells and in other Outer Rim places, that bargains are not always two-way streets. Okay, all right. 
You see her concentrate again. Um, once again, she 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 flinches. You can see that she flinches, um, and that like it's the same reaction that she had previously. As she's doing this, I'm going to cast I'm going to cast bless on her. Okay, you your magic clearly if, instills in her a calmness and uh, if fortitude. It, if it is, if it. If it if it matters at all, mm-hmm. if for any reason she needs to make a saving throw in her mind for what she's doing, she gets a small bonus of D4. Okay, okay, cool. Um, it doesn't look like she's having any conflict. It's more like she's she's getting what she asked for, and she's not un- she, you know she's unprepared. Right. As many neophyte, whatever the hell she is, are. Um, she says, "It didn't. It didn't say. I'm seeing something." Can you describe it to me, please? It's a lot of colors, and, and they're all swirling, and and it's so it hurts to look at. There's so much going on, and there's there's something there, and there's something. Concentrate on that. What is it? Okay, it's um, it's huge. It's huge. I, I, it's just, it, all I can feel it is, it's, it's like it's everywhere, and it's, it's massive, and it's... Does it have tentacles? I don't, I can't see it, I, I feel it, I, I don't, I think I see it, but it's just... Is there a name? <sighs> I can't, I don't know. I just start listing off the names. I just say, just do me a favor, close your eyes. She does. And I just list off the names of the Elder Ones... First, she to say that she's saying no is wrong. She just she, there's it's it's like there's a block between the knowledge and her. She can't get to it. Right. She gets the she's getting clearly she's getting the impressions of it. Yeah. Um, but she can't. There's no like nouns that she can give you. You know. I say this. I say, how about this? You say these names in your mind to your animal and ask if this is the, the name of the, where the power comes from and I list the elder ones out to her she she you could see that she's concentrating on it um, pretty much as soon as she begins to follow this you can see the dog once again kind of like rearing up mm-hmm. not once again I, I want to stress it's not really in a threatening way it's just it's more just reacting or it's something something it's, is it's responding yeah. to what she's putting out. The line of questioning. Um, but it doesn't do anything. It's not any specific. Pretty much as you go through them, it just it just continuously kind of seems to be on edge. Crystals. Oh. Yeah. And as soon as she stops, it sort of relaxes again. Okay. Huh. Well. She seems exhausted. Yeah. Even, yeah. The, even the dog seems to be slumping a little bit. I say, Maya, we wouldn't want to expend more of the magical energies in you than you already have. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. If anything, you have a... possibly a very long road ahead of you. These bargains once struck are not easily broken. And usually they come at a price. You have probably power coming to you. Power that you may not know even what to do with. In fact, it might behoove you to start coming here more often. And training with other mages to understand the capabilities and how to properly utilize her powers but just know that these powers come at a cost what that other guy said before 
if that's true what you're saying, this isn't like other people's magic. It's different, and yet it's the same. Um, Do you know how to do this magic? Some of it, but not all of it. And the magic that you'll be able to do will be very different. I, I The best way I can explain it is there are two major categories of magic, Maya. What we call the arcane and divine. Have you ever heard of these principles before? Like the church and the tower. Right. So the divine comes from gods. The, the Those that are devout are imparted with the knowledge of spells from their gods and, and able to tap into that divine power to cast their spells. Okay. The arcane are those who research and labor to understand the mysteries of magic, and it's their own willpower that allows them to tap into magic to cast it. Are you saying that this is more like divine? This is like almost, yes, in the sense that it does not come from you. Well, I didn't learn. I don't know how to do it. Not yet. But this being will begin to impart arcane spells to you, and certain abilities that no one here, not even myself, will be able to do. Really? Yes. But these beings, as I said, you have made a pact of some kind. And that pact, until you know the specifications, I would be wary. Tonight, while you sleep, if anything changes, if you hear a name, or if you can delve deeper into the whispers, or anything at all, Please meet with me again. Okay. I would be glad to help you through this. Um, if I can. Thank you. Welcome. And also know that, as far as I'm aware, your dog, if you'd like to give it a, a different name, if you can't comprehend the name it's telling you, um, by all means, perhaps that would be better than just dog, but your companion is that, it seems, for now at least. I would not worry, and I also wouldn't keep it locked away. It seems to have an understanding and a bond with you. Um, if anything, it would protect you. Watch. I create a minor illusion of, like, an orc. Right. Right? I can do that? Can I do that? Can I do that? How much does a minor illusion do? I think uh, you could definitely make the vision of an orc. It's like, yeah, it's like you object- can do sight, but not, like, sound, or you can do sound, but not sight. You can sight. create a sound or an image of an object within a range that lasts the duration. Yeah. Yeah, so... So or, so it would be a very quiet orc. Right, it doesn't have any sound. Right. So I just do the illusion of an orc. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you have these creatures here, orcs? Um, doesn't matter. stories? Doesn't matter. I want you to tell it that's an enemy of yours. She concentrates for a second. And the creature rises, it's... Its fur spikes mm-hmm. to a level that you had not seen before. It almost mm-hmm. looks like it's covered in like spines now, to a degree. Mm-hmm. And it gurgles, and this gurgle, you can tell, not friendly. Right. And it, um, and it gets it just kind of stands between the two of them, mm-hmm. and it just waits. I say, see, a protector, and I dismiss the image, and it comes down. Just, oh my god. It will, it will you be, don't think it will hurt my children? I say, not unless you tell it to, which I hope you would not. No. Then it is the best dog you've probably ever had. <laughs> I say, I would not 
I would not fear this creature now. I have a feeling it is it is yours to have to be a companion, similar to my owl, just bigger and with more teeth. A lot more teeth. Be, be kind to it. Feed it. Let okay. it know that you understand that you have a bond. Let it know that you accept the bond and that the two of you are going to work together. If you have mutual respect for one another, I, your partnership will hopefully be fluid. Okay. Okay. Do you mind if I go home? Of course, by all means. Okay. I said, do you need help getting there? Are you are you woozy at all? No, I think I'm okay. Okay. She goes, well, come along. I, I also say, do me another favor. I want you to impart to it that if you're ever in danger and it needs help to come find me. She knits her brow and she says, I think it understands. I don't have anything to repay you, Albris. Oh, there's no repayment. I Knowledge is knowledge is knowledge is knowledge. If I find a way, though, I will. If what worse, if you're ever hungry, I'm a pretty good cook. I appreciate that, Maya. Say, so, be well, and let me know if you discover anything new about your powers. I'm going to come back here when I have the time. Good. That would be good. be good for you to start practicing. She goes. Okay. Rossi goes, that was amazing! <laughs> How'd you figure that all out? You just thought it? Just thought it from your brain? I said, Rostin, these, these... I mean, I know this... Okay, so the dog thing, that is new. But I will tell you, Ralston, that most of what I imparted to this woman is basic knowledge from where I come from. I mean, warlocks are a dime a dozen, and I'm asking for her to do... Very simple things, and the... I mean, this is not... Oh my god, I have to study so much. <laughs> I have to study so much. If I'm ever gonna be like you... Oh, <laughs> god! <laughs> I chuckle, I say, Ralston, it's fine. I say, well... I'm already 15! I, say, I don't know any of this stuff. And when I was 15, I knew only a handful of cantrips. Prestidigitation alone was a very hard thing to come by at 15. I can't do a cantrip! Well, that's why you will learn thaumaturgy as soon as possible. It is the one of the most useful and wonderful things a priest can learn. Okay, alright, cool. Got it, no you, problem. You will study every night. And by study, I mean you will pray. Yep. You will pray every night yep. to Thalassa. Yep. And you will ask her for the gift of thaumaturgy. I will do that. Absolutely. Because you know how to get people to do magic. <laughs> I am listening to you. I am listening to you all the time. <sighs> okay. I, I say, well, that's two down. How about we uh, head for Sister Aurea? Oh, back to the church. Sure, let's go. And he leads you back. Mm -hmm. And you guys enter the many-pooled interior of the church. Nice. Um, he asks a few people where Aurea is, and then when she finds out, uh, he brings you to uh, a, a chamber uh, that is... So there... Despite there not being pews, mm -hmm. there is an altar from which someone could preach. Right. Uh, and behind that is a door. And uh, and you see, actually, uh, that standing next to that door is Morris. Mm. And he goes, ah, perfect timing. You're here to see the sister. I am, my prince. Excellent. She called me here. She told me that you'd be coming soon. <sighs> I just kind of shake my head. She goes, you are in for a treat, my friend. I am... She's a beautiful woman. <laughs> I am waiting with bated breath. I say, Prince Morris, um, 
Also, when you have a moment, I have information um, you might be interested in. Just certain circumstances that you should just be aware of. Not to fear, but to be cautious of. Interesting. Mm -hmm. You've been here for a day. Yeah, I get around. I can see that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, listen. Is any of it pressing? Because what you're about to do now is going to distract you. Then I should tell you quickly, if you wouldn't mind. Let's have it. There's a, a woman. Her name is Maya. Well, you do get around. <laughs> I, I wish I would. I, I wish it was that, but unfortunately, um, she called out to me because she had obtained a dog. Long story short, she may be what is known in my world as a warlock. Here, Oban told me you once had an order of a specific set of mages known as Pact Makers. Huh. I mean, not here. Well, not here, but in in history of some Yeah, right. A long time ago. It's possible she's a pact maker. Wow. And this creature that she has is not a dog. It is an unknown creature to both myself and Oban, so it is not of this world. It doesn't seem to be hostile unless she is threatened. It seems to be a protector, a companion, um, similar to how Tor is my familiar. But you think this has anything to do with you? I have said this once, and I'll say this again. I don't believe in coincidence, so it's possible. It is weird that another an otherworldly being would make an agreement with a mortal that that, and this hasn't been done in recent history here. Only, only, if there, it has. I don't know about it. Only weeks before a being from another world appears. But I will tell you this: the Pact Makers, where I come from, the, the greater beings that they make pacts with uh-huh. are not always on the side of good and <sighs> their power comes with a price okay it is just something not pressing but that you are aware of it is good Maya is going to train with the mages to better understand her power and probably a good way to keep an eye on her exactly and she knows to contact me if there is any danger um However, I should say that some pact makers from where I come from, some of the greater beatings that they make pacts with are of a goodly nature. There are the fey gods from the elves. You don't have elves. Well, um, you're talking you're talking fairy tales to me, but I, I understand. Different world, different rules. Yes. Point being is just be aware that it is it is I, I wouldn't interrupt this woman's life. She has children and she she will be fine, but just be keeping aware. Keeping an that, eye on her. I hope that you'll keep an eye on her as well. I will. Okay, well, thank you for telling me. Is there anything else I should know? Um... No. No, that's it. Well, then. You want to step through that door. I step through the door. In the door is another pool. Now, all the pools that you have seen are color. A blue pool, a pink pool, a green pool, a purple pool, a brown pool. Not a very... (laughs) <laughs> that's the shit that's pool. That's the poop pool. <laughs> that's our irrigation system at work. <laughs> uh, only the druids bathe in that one. Uh, uh, no. Um, this one, however, looks like a vortex, a rainbow vortex. Right? It's a whirlpool. It's rainbow, constantly you say. spinning. And it, it, it has a prismatic glow that none of the others seem to have. And That's standing above it is a woman in 
a gorgeous uh, semi-sheer gown. Not the gown of like a cleric. The gown of a queen. Mm. She is unearthly beautiful. If you, When you see her, the first thought is, oh, there are elves here. Mm. But she's not an elf. You, you can see her, ear, her hair is pulled back and she has human ears. She's not. But she is so unearthly beautiful. Knowledge religion of 16. Do I think she has like ASMR blood in her? Is she celestial? That's a pretty good guess. Uh, I, I, do you think so? I can, if you, it, it doesn't strike you as odd to think so. Hmm. She is, there is something unnaturally beautiful, beautiful about her. About her. Yep. Um, all right. Um, anyway, she spreads her arms wide as you enter and yeah. she says, Welcome, Alibris. I am Aurea. <laughs> I speak in Celestial. I say, well met, Aurea. She smiles. It's a very warm smile. Mm. I say, your beauty is definitely um, not over-exemplified. She graciously accepts the compliment. She says, I'm speaking Celestial the whole time. Yeah, and she responds in Celestial. Yeah. And Morse is like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, zippity doo dah, bye zippity bye. Zippity doo dah, bye bye. Uh, no, he, he's, he's looking at you guys like, man, I should have learned Celestial. <laughs> um, Dude, I should have just sat home and taken those damn classes my I mean, dad he's a wanted. He should, but he doesn't. Yeah. Um, he, he he knows a little bit. He, he obviously he's like somebody who's like heard a lot of Spanish, you know. Yeah. He can like kind of keep up. Yeah, cuidado, piso mojado. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, he uh, she says um, she says you have not begun to witness the beauty that you will see today. By the time you are finished in this pool, I will be ugly as a leopard. <laughs> I, I, I laugh. I laugh out loud. Like, as just, I, I'm... It is. It seems like nonsense. She's real, She's like... We're talking, like, 20 charisma. Like, she is beautiful. Um, like, you... It's hard to look at her a little bit. You feel like, oh, man, I'm not supposed to look at pretty girls like this. <laughs> um, nonetheless, she says... The prince told me of your time together. And he also told me the curiosity of your magic. I smile really wide. I'm like, yeah. This pool has one purpose. Mm -hmm. It is the pool of trials. Those who bathe in it, if the goddess wills it, are subjected to a trial of faith. Those who emerge victorious from this trial can access rare gifts that only her most chosen can access. You're a chosen Thalassa. I am one of her seven handmaidens. So you have chosen here. However, also chosen is the prince. I speak in common, I say, you're chosen? Yeah. <laughs> he points to the pool, like, I, I went in there. Um, I, say, I say, fascinating, I didn't know you had chosen on your planet. Is this something that's from your world as well? They are extremely rare 
but when one of the gods wills someone to be their almost like their hand on Faerun on Toril um, they will sometimes pick a chosen and these are some of our greatest heroes um, I say however there are also those that are some of the greatest villains as well it would be the equivalent of I mean I know you only have the two here but if there's a chosen of Thalassa as much as it pains me to say it especially in this place there would be chosen of I understand I don't know anything about that Uh, nonetheless it's something to think about yeah because it is almost it is like two magnets chosen find other chosen she says as we have found you I say oh I'm I am not a chosen I am that's because you haven't stepped into the pool you were brought here from another world Alibris and you were brought here by her I I look at the pool and I kind of contemplate hmm. he says it is a trial and it's different for everybody but is it proper that I take it though I feel almost it still is unresolved whether or not we serve the same god. So that's true. And I'd I, like to think I, that we do. I, I also like to think that, but I almost feel like, am I even worthy to step into the pool? Not whether or not she'll allow me to take the trial, but I almost feel like I wouldn't want to taint something so pure. Aurea steps towards you. She puts her hand on your shoulder. She says... I believe you were meant to step into this pool. And I believe the only way that you can get the answers to the questions you are asking is to step into this pool. Well, I do love answers to questions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all about answers. Um, (laughs) You said the magic word. And as Ralston can attest, it is, I am also very much always willing to take a risk for a reward. Unfortunately, Ralston didn't get to come into the cool room. (laughs) uh, (laughs) But he can attest. I say, well, before I, do I have to get down to um, lesser clothing? Do I just step so in? That would be appropriate. I say, how much lesser? Am I to be naked? or? Well, I never had modesty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, before you go in, Morris says, you know, listen and, and follow your heart. Sure. <laughs> he's like, he's like, whatever, pal. <laughs> I'm gonna become a chosen. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I am gonna. I'm gonna step into the pool. Okay. I, I cautiously, slowly, sink myself into the pool. All right. Nothing happens until you completely submerge into the pool. <laughs> As I'm going down, I'm like, guys, nothing, nothing's happening. Nothing's I guess happening. this is. They're, they're like. They're like. <laughs> All right. Um, hold my, yeah, I hold my breath and I take that that final. You you kind of realize that as you're getting in there, like you feel really heavy. 
Mm. And and you're like, this is not the appropriate place to sleep. And then you're out. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> They're like, nah, now we got him. Now we can eat the other world. <laughs> the sleeping potion. <laughs> the pool of sleeping potion. <laughs> they start sprouting arms and faces from their fucking shoulders. Purple veins and shit. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> All hail the evil gods. All hail Vomitar. <laughs> No, you open your eyes, and you're not in water anymore. You're in a dark place. Am I clothed? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're in your clothes. With my items? Uh, You do not have your items, but you are in your clothes. I have my staff, at least. You have your staff, and you have your spell book. Great. The only two things I need. Yep. Do I have components? (laughs) Uh, No, and also your spell book is empty. Great. Well... (laughs) I don't you need, got a stick. <laughs> you got a stick I in a book. I don't need the book to have my spells in it at the moment, but I do need. I mean, my staff is my arcane focus. Does that count as components? I don't remember. For the, for honestly, you know, I have never given a shit about components. I know, but it does. But, it does change. But it, it, you know, it does change things if you don't have your component. But, Actually, yeah, I don't have a component pouch normally. My staff is my arcane focus. Okay. So Sounds I, great. So I don't need components. So I've got the only thing I actually need, yeah. which is this staff. You got one day's worth of spells. <laughs> and all the cantrips one could want. Yeah, try and cast one, Dave. Nope. Not a chance. <laughs> Fuck I'll you. I'll save it. <laughs> save it when I need it. All right. Um, I cast Prestidigitation. <laughs> do you? I try, yeah. It doesn't work. I say, oh, well, that's not good. <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem that you have access to your spells right now. Interesting. However, you're not alone, so, you know, there's other stuff to think about. Uh, the first thing is, you are in this kind of empty space, mm-hmm. but before you stand three people arranged in front of you. One is... I immediately say, well, I guess it's really good I'm not naked. They do not respond to <laughs> your say, excellent wit. This is... <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. You're kind of talking to yourself. You're like, yeah, all right, what the fuck is happening right now? I say, Tor, this is probably a bad idea. Tor? No, Tor. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm alone. Oh, no. I got nothing. I got a stick and a book. I'm like, stick, this is probably a bad <laughs> idea. Your stick quivers in agreement. <laughs> yeah. My stick turns and says, I agree. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> What do you think, Albus? You want to stay I'm here forever? I'm hard. <laughs> oh, shit. Should have never drank that rainbow water. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, anyway, let's get let's get yeah, right yeah. into the trial. All right. All right. We're serious people, everybody. <laughs> I, serious I did moment. make that naked comment. I am uncomfortable, for sure. Well, you are clothed. Yeah. So... Um, you see before you the three figures, and I will describe them. One of them is in ancient armor. Um, he wields a, a, a sword that glows with a with a special light. Mm. The other he the other one wears robes and he seems to be um, an, a studious. He looks wizardly. Mm. Um, no, that's today. Not that the other one doesn't. Even though he's in armor, there's something about him that makes you think this guy's got some arcana to him. Like that guy's style. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one is uh, a man in a black cloak. Well, maybe a man. Because he's wearing, or she, a mask that covers. Mm. And they each say something to you as they offer. The first one, with the ancient armor, offers a sword. He says, my magic is power. 
the universe yields to my will. The other one raises another set of robes. It says, my magic is knowledge. I can solve every problem. And the last one takes the mask off, and you see that there's nothing behind it. Mm. It says, my magic is change, and I am nothing at all. Each one is offering to you. Which do you take? Hmm. Am I worthy to accept such a gift? They don't respond. Hmm. I look around. It's I'm... it's like inky blackness. You look you feel like you're in a sphere of annihilation. Like there's nothing. It's just nothing. You're you you do not even know what you're standing on. There's no floor. I try to walk. Yeah, you can move. And there's nothing else? There's nothing else. These people and their offerings are all that you can see. Hmm. Power, knowledge, or change. Man. Option four. <laughs> I choose four. I would like to go home. I choose nothing. <laughs> because I don't feel worthy. Um, hmm. My bond. I would die to recover an ancient relic of my faith. Always try to help those in need. I'm doing a good job at that, actually. Yeah, actually, you've been really helpful. No matter what the personal cost. Actually, I've been that's exactly what I've been doing. <laughs> Optimist. Nothing can shake my optimistic attitude. <laughs> Everything's going to be all right. Except <laughs> I'm not worthy of this. <laughs> uh, I idolize a particular hero of my faith. Wow, I've been doing these. I'm inflexible in my thinking. I completely forgot that I even selected these. But you've been doing a pretty good job. But I think I've been pretty much, yeah. Um, but none of them helped me decide right <laughs> not now. Not at all. Not even a little. Man, I almost feel like there's a trick here. Like, <laughs> like it's actually just the mug. <laughs> just have to take the mug that says Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, there's a mug. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, how, that's how I feel right now. I feel like, I like, understand. like, you know, like Indiana Jones making the decision of the Holy Grail right now. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's just the Jesus mug. It's not the fancy one. <laughs> That's why I was like, is there anything else? Is there no, just like no. a guy with your... like a basic scroll that says like... The guy's like, I like magic. Magic is good. <laughs> be like, I want that one. <laughs> yeah. I want Skippy. Give me Skippy. Give me your, your, your burning hand scroll, you piece of shit. <laughs> um, I feel like I would love power, but it power is something you earn, not something you get gifted. And change is something I already do. It's my will to change. But knowledge is not something that I can just appear out of thin air. It is something that that can be gifted. That, And through knowledge I can gain both power and create change. So I think my choice is knowledge. And okay. I will go to the robed you take the robe? and I, will, I say I accept knowledge. The other two fade away instantly. And the one in the robes says, take this and wear it. And then he vanishes. I put the robe on. As soon as you put the robe on, you feel something that you have rarely felt. Mm. You feel... You have a sense that you've never sensed before. You sense the future. Mm. 
and you feel like the thoughts that you're having now are echoes of the thoughts that you're predicting that you're going to have. It gets very confusing very quickly. Oh, boy. Nonetheless, you have a very ordered mind, mm -hmm. and, and you control it. But you realize that you are essentially able to see like five seconds into the future and you can sense what's going to happen to you. And as a matter of fact, you sense that you're about to go somewhere and you're gone. And you, <laughs> you, you then appear somewhere where there's a lot more stuff to look at. You're surrounded by stars. Hmm. And chief among them are seven arrayed like a crown. You look up at the stars and you see their crown-like shape. And for a moment, you sense that there are eyes under the stars and a face watching you. Hmm. You can't see it, but you, you, you somehow know it's there. Do I feel like this is a malevolent eyes? No. Or? You feel like this is the opposite. I say, Thalassa? You don't get a response from there, mm -hmm. but you realize now that you are standing on something. <laughs> it's the lasso. <laughs> it's like, can you get off? Uh, <laughs> no, it's a it's a bridge that spans on. Once again, this seems to be some kind of infinite place mm. where there is no like boundary. Nonetheless, you are on a bridge of light mm. that goes off in both directions, and you see, about hundred feet down the bridge, is another person. Huh. This person has a staff as well, but in his hand is a sword, a sword that glows with a strange light. The sword? The sword that you were offered previously. Say, oh, damn. This is a man. Uh, he's wearing what you would say, I mean, it, you know, obviously you're not on, you, know, you don't know where the fuck you are, right. but to you, if you were on Faroon, you'd be like, this dude is in stuff that like is so archaic and old. Right. It's like, it, but it doesn't, you know, who knows where this guy's from. The armor that my grandfather would wear. <laughs> it's, it's old. Right. Um, and he turns towards you and you look at him. Say, oh, Mistra, please help me. You know that he's going to approach you. You know that he's going to approach you and you know that he is not your friend. Yep, I figured as much. That you can see it already. I'm, hold my staff out. He I goes, hell there. <laughs> I I keep my five second sense open. If oh, it's open. And if he's he, going to come closer to you, yeah. And the moment I see an attack coming, I'm going to do whatever countermeasures I need to. To I'm just literally going to stay a step ahead of this guy. It's not a hard thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, I say, but I, mm -hmm. I I outwardly say, though my staff is at the ready, right. but just for giggles, behind my back, I just sort of try to ignite one of my fingers on fire. Nothing. No magic? No magic. Fascinating. Staff it is. I hold the staff, and he I He starts say, to walk towards you, as you predicted. Hail. How far is he from me? Uh, he's, like I said, he's 100 feet. Okay. By the end of his journey, he's walked towards you. He doesn't uh, seem to be so wa watching towards you. So as he's walking towards me, he's going to look behind me. What do I see? You see more bridge. So endless bridge? It's endless bridge and stars. And how wide is the bridge? Uh, Probably about 10 feet wide. And what's below? Nothing? Infinity. <laughs> Great. Uh, as he walks up to you, you can tell there's confidence in his walk. He has a swagger <coughs> to him. Of course he does. Um, you can tell, though, he has a staff as well, just like you. Mm. Um, but he has, like, bits of armor on along and meshed in with his robes. And the sword. And the sword. Mm. And he goes, so, what's your story? I'm... You don't look like much of a test. 
I say, oh, I, I'm not a test. Okay, sure. I'm Alibus. Who are you? He looks up at the crown of stars and looks back down to you. And looks back up there and looks back down to you. What did you ask? I say, I'm Alibus. Who are you? Ah. He goes... My name is Teluth. Hey. Teluth. Does he look human? Mm-hmm. Say, Teluth. Say, well met. Well, it looks like you are also taking the trial journey. Yes, I... I stepped into a spring protected by a host of ancient druids. And this is where I ended up. May I ask you a question? Sure. Where was the spring? He names a forest in Faroon. I say, oh my god! I literally start, I like, I like laugh, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, please tell me, please. Whose trial do you believe this to be? I'm a wizard. Yes, I... So am I. There are seven stars in the sky. Yes. I suppose you don't know who Mistra is? I I just start... I, like, openly weep. I openly weep. I didn't want to hope, but I'm hoping. <laughs> Thank Mistra. He looks at you like you are the dumbest person he's ever seen. Listen. Another question. Even if we have to fight each other, I'm okay with that. I think we do. That's fine. But you're a wizard, Yes. So knowledge is what you yearn for? I mean, obviously you chose power, but I mean, in general. Magic is... Okay, fine. Yes, I like knowledge. Great. What year are you from? He tells you a year that makes no sense at all. He tells you a year that, like, it's either, like... It's either, like, way in the future or way in the past. Like, way in the past where they thought, like, they were, like, in the year, like, 10,000. Or it's even in the future where it's... Like, he tells you a number that does not... It's nowhere near. I can't even get a bearing as to whether it's future. Like, like well, okay. So the the, I need the, to know the big clue is that he looks like he's wearing a, the strangest style, but it's style that you are not unfamiliar with. Knowledge, history. Can I get a read from? Uh, and I say you're not see, unfamiliar with, in so far as the way like Romans, like or, or like I, the, I, the barbarians I, I, wore pants, you right. know. But like what I'm saying is, is like. Knowledge history be, 16. You get the impression that he is from thousands and thousands of years before your time. I say, well, my hope is short-lived. Well. I hope you, I just, I'm from the future. Okay. Is that why you're dressed like a fool? <laughs> I say, look who's talking. You're dressed in my grandfather's armor. Not even my grandfather. My grandfather didn't exist in the time that you're in. From thousands of years before. I'm from 1495 of the... He's like, so you're from the past. I say, no, no, no. After we reset the clocks. Okay. If you're from the future, tell me who becomes the first magister. Of what? Of Mistra. Israel. Knowledge religion? Do I know who I would get? I mean, I'm assuming I... 23? Okay. The first magister was Azuth. Oh, I say, yeah, of course. Azuth. Or Azuth. Yeah, he's, he's, he's 
Azuth. I say Azuth. He eventually ascends to demigodhood under Mistra. Uth is my family name. Are you telling me I know this person? I back up. I'm like, oh god, please don't tell me you're Azuth. Please don't tell I'm me you're Teluth. Teluth. Not Azuth. I mean, I haven't... I haven't chosen... Uh, it's got a nice sound to it, I guess. I say, oh my god. <laughs> I literally start to pee. I'm like, you're Azuth. Oh my... I said, Lord Azuth, I, if it really is you, Teluth, God, I hope you're not just some, like, dim-witted brother of his. I hope... I, is this Azuth? I look up the stars. I don't have any brothers. I say... And when is someone going to become a Magister? Sorry? I say, and how soon is someone going to become the first Magister of Mistra? I have no idea. I, I want to be the first Magister of Mistra. You do? Of course! I've studied countless... Civilizations, unearthed artifacts that no one has ever touched before before me. Do you have any any heirs? Heirs? Children? Uh, 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 no. Dude. How do I even... What are you talking about? I say, I... I don't even know if I can tell you. I mean, uh, she's letting me speak, so I must... How do you... You're... Are you telling me that someone with the family name Uth becomes the first magister? I am saying a man by the name of Azuth becomes a demigod, becomes a chosen of Mistra, ascends to godhood, and is worshipped in my time as the god of wizards. So all I have to do is change my name to Azuth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, that's this all could be coincidence. But oh my god, if you're Azuth, well, first off, now I really don't think I can beat you in this trial. That doesn't make me feel good. How can I beat Azuth? I can't. I wouldn't want to. You're Azuth. If you are Azuth. God. Tell me about the future, then. You're telling me I become a god? You know... This is what I need you to know. I need help. Eh? This may not make sense to you right now. But if you turn out to be who I think you are, it means you are possibly one of the only beings in existence that can help me. I played with a magic that was too unpredictable, and I'll probably do it again, but that's neither here nor there. I'm a wizard. It's what I do. Yeah. I'm on a different planet. I am no longer on Toril. I am on a completely different planet. How did you get there? What spell did you use? I, that's the thing. I was experimenting. There was no name for the spell. I am currently figuring out ways to unlock the divine through the arcane. I am studying the weave in a way which no one has, at least in my time, ever studied it. And whilst experimenting, I ended up on a planet of complete different origin. There's not even... They don't have elves or orcs or... There's no races besides human. And the planet that they're on is in trouble. I'm going to try and help them as best I can, but there's a disease. They only have two gods, one of which they call Thalassa, who I now am pretty sure is just Mistra, which is fantastic for me as a worshiper of the Weave and of Mistra. But at the same time, I'm, I am stuck. And I don't necessarily want to come back yet, but I need to know that someone knows that I'm here. And I know that this is a lot to take in. You're, you think that I'm going to become a god that's going to, in whatever time, 
And what, you want me to come get you or something? No, it wouldn't be like you at all to do that, which is why you're talking to me the way you are right now. In fact, if anything, it would be very out of character for you to help me. The Azuth that most people worship would probably have some tenant. That would be the effect of, um... Do it yourself is probably what they would come down to. You're damn right you should do it yourself. Yep, that sounds like Azuth. So, I just need to... Listen, it's just enough to know that you know that I am here. What's your name again? Alibris Archimedes. Well, now I know Alibris Archimedes. That's more than enough for me. I will... You guys vanish. <laughs> Both of you. And you feel like you're, you, you see your hands just go away. And you are nothing at all. Oh, Jesus. And you feel good. Yeah. Somehow, you feel like you... you <laughs> I don't need a body. <laughs> bodies are for chumps. <laughs> uh, you feel great. You feel like you did the right thing. Whatever that was. And you hear a voice. You hear a sing-songy voice as it tells you a riddle. Something the king cannot buy, the beggar has in spades. I blossom in the unhorsed night, once the joust is played. Have all the magic in the world, yet without me you will die. Hubris, you must cast aside. What am I? What oh. am I? God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, oh, Mr. Oh, Mr. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Where's Smeagol when I need him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you need. A murderous little gremlin. But he was damn good at riddles. He was. Up until the last one, which wasn't, was like, just straight up cheating. What's in my fucking pocket? What's in my pocket? I'd be like, that's not a riddle, I'm killing you now. Yeah, he just, he wasn't smart enough to understand that that was straight up fucking cheating. But, (laughs) when it came to legitimate riddles, he was really good. He was really good. Something the king cannot buy, the beggar has in spades. And clearly, humility... Is something that a beggar would have that a king would not. It's also something that is the opposite of hubris. But ain't gonna kill you. Humility. It is humility. It is humility. I'm gonna let you get it because you wrote it down already, and I feel like you moved beyond it. And, oh, I did. And I don't want you, that's the answer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Well, humility. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good job. I just want to give it to you because you weren't like humility. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I guess I took it too literally about, like, without me, you will die. I was just like, well, that humility... Have you it's true, you won't die without humility. Right. But you'll die because you're full of yourself. Well, look at that. My intelligence was so great that I actually just knew it. overthought it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guess humility. And you open your eyes, surrounded by a pool colored water. Am I at the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> you come up for air. <laughs> And you have never felt so tired in your whole life. Am I wearing robes? Uh, no. Right now you're naked. Do I feel like I know what's going to happen in the next five seconds? You feel like you just come out of the pool. You're actually back. Right, but do I still feel like I know what's going to happen in the next five seconds? Ah, that was cool. (laughs) Uh, All right. Um... Yeah, that'll be what tells you is humility. You'll be like, it was humility and I was right. Right. Oh, I should have done that. You should have used your I should have been like, what, what am I going to think when I'm correct? Think? Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> that would have been smart. But no, I'm too I'm too smart to be smart. I'm not wise. That's the problem. That would have been wise. That would have been, been pretty honest. cool. But I'm not wise. Anyway, so you wake up. 
And you see the faces of Aurea and Morris smiling over you. And she helps you out of the pool. You are exhausted. I, I mean, you can barely I stand. I once again was very, very hard to resist the urge to start speaking in tongues. <laughs> I always want that to be my initial reaction after something that is happens. A terrible. I know, but it's just <laughs> so funny. Smoke, smoke so fast right? by that paladin. <laughs> like, ah, the trial went wrong. The egg got him. <laughs> it's in our rainbow pool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and Oria helps you, um, and you, you're trying to pay attention, but all you get is that she's telling you that she's never seen the pool glow that brightly before. What? Bright? I don't... Oh, Mistra. She goes, he needs to be brought up to his chamber, and, and Morris goes, I'll, I'll take him. Yeah. And they get your clothes on, and, and then he brings you up. You are ready to sleep. I Morris, do so. so... But before you fall asleep... Oh, damn it. <laughs> Wars leaves you, and he... You see the intelligence, him talking to Ralston for a second, and Ralston's like, okay, you got it, boss. And they they both leave you to your slumber. But you're laying there, and all of a sudden, you see... A strange something. Uh, you... See a line of stars. Dimly, in like the edge of your vision. You see them. And you see, and you feel again. Not you see, but you feel. Like out through my window? Like, like no, like or in like your in room. in my room. You see them like they're there, or maybe they're like, it's hard. Once again, this is all kind of psychedelic. Uh, it's not easy to pinpoint. You can't be like, there's a star, and there's a star. But right. you sense them, and you sense the, the look, the gaze that you had felt. Um, it, it's something mystical is before you. And it, it it's speaks to you in a manner. Mm. It conveys to you amazing things. That you are the chosen above all chosen. That you are the one that will save this world. That you are above all others. And that... Now I know I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> that you have been chosen to shepherd and protect the magic of this world. You and you alone. About delusions of grandeur. <laughs> but there's more. That there is a darkness in the heart of the city. Mm. And it inhabits the body of the sister. Mm. That behind the beauty, there is a darkness. And that darkness... Yeah, something There's like, seven sisters, though, right? Right. It's, it's, you know that it's talking about Aurea. Oh. Like, there's no doubt. Like, there's no doubt it's Aurea. Okay. Um, it, it specifically, the word it uses is the royal sister. And Aurea is the royal sister. Mm. You can tell. Just by the way she carries herself, she's the royal sister. She acts and seems like a queen. That this, this darkness, this perhaps demonic presence is plotting a terrible sacrifice. A terrible sacrifice which is going to happen tonight. I drag my ass out of bed. <laughs> you, your voice tells you that you can find underneath your pillow the weapon with which you must dispatch this evil. I immediately look under my pillow. You find 
a dagger with stars upon it. Say, either someone is playing on my love of Mistra, or I love Mistra. A single stab into her breast chest will suffice to reveal what is beneath. If only you have the courage to be the sole chosen one. We're <laughs> all about to do something really bad. <laughs> I say, okay. I don't know about being a chosen, but I know that if you call upon me, Mistra, I will answer. So you are tired, very tired. I drag my ass out of bed. I don't care. You walk through, and Rustin sees you as you're walking out. Like, like delirious. And he's going, Al, what are you doing? Potion. Vitality. Potion. I just drink you a potion just, of Valentine. You don't need, you can just sleep. I drink it. Yeah, you drink it. You feel good. You feel <sighs> vital again. <sighs> but you can tell it's probably not going to last long. Even I say, still. We need to go back to Sister Orion right now. What? Right now. You, you just, you just completed... A trial. You Ralston. Be... Ralston. I'm sorry, Al. I don't mean to tell you no. I'll bring you to her right away. Ralston, actually, I'm going to need you to stay here on this one. What's wrong? I'm about to do something. And my life might be forfeit because of it. What are you talking about? You do not need to know. I do not need to drag you into this, but I, I need you. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to do me a favor. I don't know. I just say... If ever a man comes looking for me what are by you, name, what are you doing? You're gonna die? I don't know. But Stop! Give, give no, him, give I'm, him not, this I'm not taking it. I won't take it. I put it on the table and say, Ralston. Stop it! <laughs> I gotta go. No, you're I, delirious. I, I, I go. He stop. He tries desperately I, to stop. Flamaturgy, my eyes ignite and my voice booms. I say, Ralston. No! He goes, no! No, it's a cantrip! <laughs> he goes, I won't! I'm not gonna let you kill yourself! We just, we just became friends! I say, and you are a great friend, but I need to go. And I push him away. I'll make a strength check if I need to. Strength check of 15. Yeah, you throw it inside. I Even say, in your, like, I say, full strength. The ring, me. if a man comes looking for me, if my brother ever comes to find me, his name is Aluvan, or if another man, an older man, by the name of Azuf, ever inquires about me. I'm dead. You give them that ring. You tell them I lived a great life. And I, I bolt out the door. There's no Albert. I I'm, I'm, I'm make my way. Uh-huh. I'm going. I'm going to find Sistoria. Okay. You run downstairs, and you see it's nighttime. It's a little bit sparse, more sparse. Um, less people, citizens, are there, and more clergy. Um, but you see that he, she is still talking to... Um, to Morris, who is standing in front of her. Jesus. They turn around and they see you. And for a moment, you see like some uh, a look flash over Oria's eyes. And Morris kind of notices it and looks over at you and goes, Oh, whoa, that was fast. It took me three days. I say, yes, interesting, isn't it? And I walk and I, and I just sort of like, I just walk casually uh -huh. like, yeah. I'm hiding that dagger. Okay. <laughs> Okay. 
Uh, I'd like you to make a, de- I will make a deception, de- please. Oh, deception? I was going to go for stealth. Should I do both? One for the dagger, no, the one stealth for my intent? It's easy to hide the dagger. It's the, it's your intention that you're trying to hide. 16. Okay. You you walk up, and he looks at you, and he looks at her, and you can't get, like, within five feet of her before his sword just, like, he pulls it out, and he doesn't even look like he knows why he's pulling it out. You go, Alibris? I stop. I say, What's Prince, wrong? Prince Moors, you need to back away. Right now. Alibris? What are you doing? She is not who she seems. Alibris? Do you believe in the powers of that pool, yes or no? Yes. Do you believe the powers come from who you call Thalassa, who I call Mistra? Yes. She has shown me that this is not who you believe it to be. You saw this in the pool? I saw this in the pool. Back away from her right now. I'm not accustomed to being ordered, Alibris. I'm not... I'm not trying to order you. My prince, I apologize if it feels that way. He lowers I'm trying to life. save your life. What does she do while I'm saying this? She looks at you in horror. Like, insight. Mm-hmm. Do my best. Uh, insight of 17. She does not understand what's going on. Mm. I say, what is the symbol of Thalassa? The symbol of Thalassa is seven blue stars. I say, would you believe me if I told you she gifted me with something of her symbol? Who are you talking to right now? I'm talking to Prince Morris, okay. but uh, I, my eyes are trained on her. If you have this gift from her, produce it. I'm about to. When I say that, what, is, what does she do? She... she does, there's no comprehension about your... Like, he knows your intention how, because he's a warrior. How she, close am I to her? You're probably... He stopped you probably about, like, 15 feet away from her. 15 feet? Maybe, like, 10, 15 feet, yeah. And... He says, Shh. You... You cannot do... He says, Alibris. She is one of the sisters. I say, No, she's not. Alibris. Wait. Before you act. Think. Think deeply, Alibris. I... I... This is one of the prime exemplars of our goddess. If this goddess is the same goddess that you worship, would she ever tell you to kill in cold blood one of her servants, one of her greatest servants? No. She'd tell me to kill something that wasn't her servant. What were you given? You did not come out of the pool with anything, Elvis. You were naked. Knowledge. I don't understand. And I'm willing to believe you, but I cannot let you do what I can tell that you want to do. Then bind her right now. Will you agree to this? She looks down at him. She says, if the goddess gave him this vision... I submit myself to her will. She offers her hands, and Morris does not let you come any closer to her. <laughs> Instead, he he produces a silk Damn it, rope. why did Morris have to so doubt my mind? <clears throat> and he wraps her hands up, and he ties them. He says, 
She is bound, but I promise you, she will do no harm. I wasn't talking about regular binds. This she needs to be magically bound. Right now. Call upon the other sisters to do it. The other sisters would never do this to one of their own. I say Prince Moore's something. There is a vault here that I can put her in for a time. Suffice with that, at least for us to talk about this. There can be no talk. This has to happen now. Or something terrible is going to happen to your city. Listen to yourself. What are you talking about? This is... This woman trained me in everything that I have learned. She is like a, a mother to me. I know her heart, Albus. Tears start to roll down my face. I just... I don't even know what to do. I'm so conflicted. You... Tell me what your vision was. That she is not who she says. That she is a demon. Or something of the kin. That's preposterous! I've known this woman my whole life! Do you trust my judgment? I always would trust your judgment. But what if maybe at one time it was not what she is now? For all you know, the Araya you know is no longer standing here. Maybe she's in a dungeon. A, Maybe she's captured. A demon. There are things that can create shapes and take the forms of others. But a demon could not come to the city. The protections, Alibris. What if I told you Chosen are like magnets, right? What if she's a Chosen of Phobitar? Phobitar. He, he says, wait. He instructs some of the clerics. He's, uh, and he says... He, first, he, he asks her permission. He says, Aurea, will you allow me to exert authority inside of the church? And she gives it to him. And he, said, and he, and he commands priests to bring her to the vault. He says, we will escort her there ourselves, Elipris. I know this happens here within my sight. Because what happens here, Elipris? What are you supposed to do? What I need to see, if you really want to placate me, if you want to make sure that something doesn't happen to your city, then we need to find out right now whether or not she's a demon. Create a zone of truth if you need to. Create a, a protection spell. I don't spell. need to. He puts his hand up and he's... She's nothing! She is exactly what she appears to be. What did he try to do? do I he, he, tried to, he tried to um, detect good and evil. There are spells I can throw that There out. are. That's true. I say detect magic first. See if there are spells that are, could be interrupting your own spell. He he puts his hand up. There's, just, there's nothing! Say, Mistra, if you are there, you need to guide me. I need to know if my path is true. Alibus, what did she give you? What is it that you must do? What is your task? My task is to kill her. He looks like awestruck, horrified at the thought. I was told to kill her before she sacrifices someone or something to a, a ritual that is going to happen in your city tonight that will bring it to its end. It will break the protection. I am your friend. But I will die before I see you kill her. Are you not going to take any precautions? This is... This is craziness to me, Alibus. You have to understand, this is... <laughs> the thing that a demon could take the place of one of our strongest spellcasters. I need to... I'm... <sighs> I am going to take a second. I'm going to focus inward. Okay. You focus I, inwards. 
I am going to do my- I'm going to do something that I probably should have done before. But you know what? I am going to just take an insight check. Not on her. Natural 20. On? The f everything I felt, I'm going to question briefly. You think about I'm, I'm going to vision. I'm, and I'm going to hold the dagger in my hand. What do I, what do I feel? Like, just not... I'm going to kick you, it out. I'm just going to just... You... you 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 can you can even you 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 have it and you feel it and you remember and you remember the stars and you remember the the, the voice because that could be someone playing me. I, I'm you natural twenty. I, what I'm, am I I'm, feeling? I'm, because you got a natural twenty, I'm going to kind of puppet you for a second here. Sure. Because you think and you feel, and then you look, and you see that the dagger has six stars. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I I gasp. I go. <gasps> and as soon as you do, you're back in the pool of swirling light. What? <laughs> and you and you look up and you cover air and you have never been this tired except for once, but it wasn't real. <laughs> and you come up for air. I scramble away from everybody. Morris and and Ori are standing by the side of the pool and they look at you. As though, like, that's never happened. Like, nobody's ever come out scared before. <laughs> I look terrified. I just start weeping. Morris jumps into the pool, and he wades over to you. I back away. I go into the corner. I Morris, just, I, I, I just, I just, I tower. I say, back, back. He stops. Just calm down. Breathe, Alibus. Breathe. You are done. No. No, how do I know? This could be another one. What happened to you? What did you see? This. I was here. I was done. But then I'm back again. Well, How you, do I know this isn't a trial? You just finished. Alex. No, I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that. Okay. Okay. Relax. Calm down. Just breathe for a second. Okay. And somebody. Oria, <laughs> can you bring a cleric? She goes. I will do it myself. And she will. I, I, I run to the other side of the room. I just. <laughs> You're like ass naked. <laughs> so you cowering, cowering naked in the corner of the room. Oria seems surprised that you would reject her. She goes, Mori goes, we're gonna go, we're gonna back away, okay? What is the significance of six stars? Six stars? You mean seven? No, I mean six. Six black stars? Were they black? Uh. They weren't on the dagger because it was intended to deceive you. Okay. Um, but six stars, specifically. Yeah. So six black stars. Phobator. My eyes just widen. I look around. They back away from you. They give you space. He gets out of the pool. They just wait. <laughs> See what the fuck I is just, I just wait. I just, I don't even move. Okay. Okay, let's talk. She says, uh, Aurea says, What did you see? How do I know I'm not still seeing? Perhaps you are. But the only way to find out is to continue. Okay. What did okay, you see? That's logical. You can get behind logic for once. Alright. Well. You saw six black stars? Um, yeah. 
Okay, but it's more to that. What? I don't know. I, I, uh... I don't know if I'm back. I, um... So... Okay. I said to my breathing. Mm-hmm. They seem relieved. I try to cast prestidigitation. It works. I put on it. Okay. Okay, so there's magic. That's, I guess, a good sign, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I could do that before I could cast. I was able to cast on. I could cast on it. Very good. Okay. Um, you wake up. Yeah. Uh, the sunlight of morning is bathed over your face. Um, and you see, sitting beside you, is the prince. At uh, the other end of the room, Rothson seems to be like doing busy work around your quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, Morris doesn't move when you wake up. He just kind of looks at you <laughs> like, is this dude going to punch me? <laughs> Alibris? I, I sit up and say, where's, where's Oria? Oria's... She's somewhere in the church. <laughs> Everything's fine. Did she teach you everything you know? She did teach me is many she things. she like a mother to you? She is like a mother to me. How did you know that? <laughs> I don't know. I look under my pillow. There's <laughs> just bed. Okay. 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 Alibris, whatever you experience in the pool. Okay. Alibris, you're acting like a madman. Oh, I feel like a madman. All right. Well, let's talk it out. My face is pins and needles. You've been sleeping for 14 hours. Yes, I good. Good. Good, 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 good. Rossin barges in. He's awake? Morris says, I guess. Rossin goes, are you okay, Al? That remains to be seen. Okay. Okay. Um, do you need some food? Are you hungry? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get you some breakfast. You stay here, okay? Yeah. Before I talk, we should probably chat with Lady Oria. As well. Ross, Ross goes, I'll bring her up. Okay. And he does so. About 15 minutes later, you have breakfast and Oreo. Okay, now let's sing. <laughs> I have that chuckle. I said, no, 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 that's a joke. <laughs> Just a joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I say, Tor? Tor is parts on your window, son. Excellent, huh? Okay. This Just drops good. a dead rat. Eat Tor. Tor chows down. No champion. Say <laughs> so, okay. Well, God, I hope I'm out. I hope this is just all. Isn't all just one more? God, this is gonna plague me for the rest of my life. What? You keep saying you're out. You woke. You got out of the pool. But did I? Did I? I'll never know. What? And that's the problem. This was the worst thing I could have ever done in my life. I've never regretted something so much that I do right now. Oreo seems... She says, I'm very sorry to hear that. I... I just... What you have done is passed a test. And you did pass it. But maybe I didn't. I'll never know. I will never know. Think of this. Every morning, you wake up from a sleep, yes? Yeah. How do you know that that sleep is not death? I don't. I don't. But this is worse. This is worse than that. What if every memory in your mind is a lie? Why are you doing this? Why? I, I don't... Why? Why because, are you doing this? Because, Alibris, you are a wizard of faith. No, I'm a wizard of science. And I... 
I don't know, I don't know. This could be all... You know what, it doesn't matter. Maybe it's a trial. Maybe I just have to continue. Maybe I'll just continue. I'll just continue the trial. It's oh, fine. No, Alibis, your trial is over. I say- Horses, I saw you step out of the pool. You saw me step out the first time, too. They both look at each other, and Rawson goes, You only stepped out one time. You only did it once. You weren't even there, Rawson. That's true, but they told me. Go away, Rawson. He leaves. <laughs> I say, come back, Rawson. Rawson comes back. Do you need something? Yeah, I need you to go treat yourself to something nice for a little while. Okay. He goes away. Oreo says, I'll just explain. I'll explain from the beginning. Okay. And you'll understand why my life is now forever in question. Okay. I say, well, first trial, there were three beings. They offered me one of each. By the way, was the Lassa symbol always seven stars? Um... The last symbol was always seven stars, but Damn. the stars are like they don't look exactly like Mister. Okay. Like like Mister's is like seven like pointy stars. Yeah. Yours are like essentially circles. Okay. So they call them stars because like the, you know whatever point of it is is it's easy mistake to make to okay. not connect those dots. Cool. All right. So anyway, I say yeah. There were these these were these three beings, and they offered me. Um. One offered me power, one offered me knowledge, and one offered me um, change. And I, I took knowledge. Don't know if I'll ever still have that, but for a while it imbued me with the ability to have um, preconception. I was able to see precognitive abilities where I could, I could see before things were going to happen, slightly before. Okay. Next, I I was on a bridge in which I saw, I saw Mistra, who I am now... Almost positive is Thalassa. They are the same. Morris seems to be very happy about that. And Oria says, "I say, and I saw another one of our gods. Um, another god, possibly. I met another man there. He's, I, I think we were supposed to meet, but if I'm right, he is. At, he was Azuth, and I'm hoping he. Re- I look up. I'm like, Hey, you out there, buddy? <laughs> you out there, buddy? Like <laughs> sex." Help right now. <laughs> Do it yourself. That's enough. <laughs> Figure out your own reality, jackass. Oh. Good. It worked. <laughs> he remembered. <laughs> I say, I, I say, but in all seriousness, I say to them, I'm just like, I, it's very possible he was Azuth. Do you know the name Azuth? No. Well, where I come from, he is a, a demigod. He, he serves Mistra. He's the god of wizards and, and wizardry. And I can't believe I met him. But years before he became what he is now. <clears throat> and we did not fight. I chose instead to to talk with him and speak with him and imbue him with the knowledge that I had. And somehow that pleased Mistra and I passed that test. And that is when I emerged from the pool. The first time. Okay. I came out of the pool just like I did yesterday. Okay. You were there, both of you, just like you were yesterday. It was all the same. Okay. I felt the fatigue. I felt everything that I feel now. Well, now that I'm rested, not so much, but I, I it was the same. You have to realize it was all the same. Okay. I brought I was brought back here to my corner to my quarters and I was given a vision by Mistra. Or at least who I thought was Mistra. Thalassa. The same. Sure. Told me that you, Lady Oriah, were a demon. A wolf in sheep's clothing. 
Whether or not there was a real you that had ever existed, I, I was not sure, but told me that you were going to do a sacrifice, that you were going to... that the city was, was going to suffer because of something that you were going to do because you were evil. And underneath my pillow was a gift from her, a seven-starred dagger that I had to plunge through your heart. It was the only way to reveal you as the demon you were. As exhausted as I was from the ordeal, I, I assumed, I was told I was going to be the chosen of all chosen, that I alone, after doing this, would gain a power that would allow me to save this world, that would allow me to break the curse that binds you, that I would lead you to prosperity, all of you. I just had to, to submit myself to her, her will and her beliefs and, and, and believe in her as I do. And I was going to do it. I took the dagger and I found both of you talking to one another. I, I took the potion of vitality that you gave me and I, I used it to beat my exhaustion and I, I found the two of you on the street and I debated. I debated using my, my ability to transport myself a few feet forward, my misty step and to, to just plunge the dagger into you. I, I wanted to do it so badly because not because I wanted the power of the Chosen but because I, I, I was so afraid that this, that this city was going to fall if I didn't and and the prince did not believe me. He, he, he as, as of course you wouldn't now if it were to be the same. And he told me that you were like a mother to him and how much he appreciated you. And it, and it sowed the seeds of doubt in me. And I had, it took everything I had to look inside me to, to assess the vision that I had had in that, in that state of, of fatigue. And that's when I realized that I, I miscounted the number of stars on the dagger. There were six and not seven. And I guess that means it was Phobator that was trying to urge me to do something that is so unlike me. But all I wanted to do was save the city. I didn't, I didn't care about being a Chosen. I didn't care about being the one to save everybody and, and break the curse. I just wanted to save the city. And luckily I, I didn't, but it, I was so conflicted. And then the next thing I knew, I came out of the pool again. So you can see why I don't know. I don't know if this is real. I don't know if this is still the trial. I understand, Moore says. I literally just start weeping, and I'm just like, I, I don't, I don't know anything. Aurea sits down next to you. Do you like you don't recoil from her anymore? Do you? <laughs> There's no reason to. Right. There's a trial, and I gotta beat her. I'm just gonna do it eventually. She, uh, she puts her hand on your shoulder, and she says, "You have a brave heart, Alaris. That must not have been an easy thing to do. It wasn't. Perhaps it was a warning." Maybe Phobator is coming after you. Maybe it's a warning for you. Phobator. It wasn't any sister. It was you. It was the royal sister. That's what they call me. Yeah, I, apparently. I didn't know that. Yes, you do have knowledge that no one gave you. A strange, unusual test. Often they are riddles and Oh, there was meetings. a riddle. There was a riddle too. The answer was humility. No. Heed the riddle, Alaris. <laughs> oh, trust me. I do. Like I said, everything I did, it wasn't... wasn't because I wanted to become a Chosen. I just did it because... I wanted to help people. That's it. And now I'll never know. 
Morse like, holds his head like like it's affecting him. I guess I just have to press on. If it is a trial, maybe that's it. Maybe it'll just be a series of trials from this point forward. I guess there's, now that I'm a little bit more calm, I guess there's no point in fighting it. If that is the will, that is the will, but I'll never truly know if anything I do now matters in the long run. I think it matters. It will for this trial. <laughs> okay. Well. You can understand why I... I understand. I can never know. I guess I would be shaken too, but... I will do my best to... Live as I always live, but there will always be that lingering doubt. Is this just one more trial? Am I still in the pool? If you enjoyed this episode of YSNPG Extras, please subscribe. Our regular episodes release monthly, and our extra episodes like this one are released as they are edited. You can find this and many more great podcasts like it on GeekAid.com. This episode of Planet of the Ick featured music composed by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Kevin's music is licensed under the Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you'd like more information about the music, if you have a comment about this episode, or you'd simply like to say hi, email us at ysnpgcast at gmail.com.